Hello, Internet. Welcome to a WoW podcast. Obviously, I'm your host, Taliesin. And I'm Evertel. And welcome to... The show! Hello. Welcome! Hey. Look at this! Oh, first time. Deja vu. We're so Weirdly. good at this. This is brilliant. Welcome to episode number... Eight. Yeah, it is episode number eight. I hope so, right. anyway, because that's what I put in the title. It better be. Off well, I guess feels we'll like never know. Uh, <laughs> welcome, everyone. Thank you for being here. Thank you for uh, waiting while we got the stream sorted. I promise you, it's going to be worth the wait because we're going to be doing talking about WoW, but yes, we're not we really talking about WoW either. We've got a special guest today. We do. Evertel. A super. Should we just introduce guest. him straight away I with no no more ado? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome our special guest for this special episode of the WoW podcast. Obviously. It's Garrett Winder! Hi, Garrett! Hi, Garrett. How are you doing? I need to turn your microphone on. He's here! (laughs) I never thought I would live to see the day that Taliesin had a podcast. No, (laughs) me neither. Exactly. You know, people kept coming up to me and they'd be like, Tally, let me tell you something. You're a good man. You've got lots of interesting thoughts. Your voice is silky smooth and sexy. You're, I mean, you're like, you have model good looks, Chippendale-like physique. What you need is a podcast. And I'd say, <laughs> why don't I do a podcast already? It's called a wow. Uh, it's called wow killer with Garrett. And people are like, uh, yeah, I would listen to that. But Garrett lets the side down, man. Like, I, Okay, hold on. Telly, do you know, because this blew my mind. I was having a quick catch up with, with Garrett. What, do you know when the last wow killer episode was? No, I don't. When was it? It was in May 2021. No! <laughs> it was yeah. three years ago that's insane that's wild okay so for those of you who don't know myself and garrett used to do a wow podcast uh which garrett pretty much organized and 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 made and made everything that it was and it was relatively successful wasn't it garrett wow killer um i i still have people asking us to uh do it again well, I'm, I'm like, changing the title of this one right now. Why? Then we are Wow Killer for this one episode <laughs> only, and you know it was a weekly just about podcast. Every now and then, when we yes. would come along and talk about Wow, and that was during the Shadowlands days as well, man. And we were there dil- diligently every week talking about yep. Shadowlands mm-hmm. and reason. talking about what thing had really upset everyone in Shadowlands that week. Mostly, it was just existing. Um, I think, <laughs> yeah, pretty why much. It upset people. Um, but is it fair to say, Garrett, that that's when uh, you kind of you fell out of love with WoW a little bit during that time? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, to, to put it bluntly, I think Shadowlands is the worst thing that ever happened to the game. Um, so yeah, in retrospect, yeah. No, when that show ended, and like I, I, I didn't like have a major reason to keep playing WoW. I, I abandoned ship immediately. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you were gone. And um, uh, what, yeah. what happens next? Can you fill everyone? Because, you know, for, for most people, I'd imagine, uh, who uh, only watch our show and, and uh, mm. followed WoW Killer and, and stuff, you know, you dropped off the WoW map a little bit at that point. So what happened I, on, on your life journey? Because well, you're still, still here. <laughs> I was still, I was over in, on the, I was over on uh, the instance and we were still doing that. But, but like, that's with Scott Johnson and Scott likes... Um, all the video games and so we weren't just talking about wow over there either um yeah no i mean what i was doing Talius, and i mean you should, everyone knows this i was definitely 100 percent not playing final fantasy 14 <laughs> i was never going to play i was never going to play that dumb anime game that was the thing i was never going to do um you know i saw potato people and cat girls and i was like 
what is this nonsense? I'll never play this game. So yeah, I just I, I just um, read Batman comics and never played Final <laughs> Fantasy fourteen. That's what I did after I fell off of World of Warcraft. <laughs> Which is really weird because I remember during a WoW killer, a WoW killer. I'm just combining the names of our two podcasts now. Yeah. I remember during WoW killer, I would often say to you, "Hey." you know we're playing a little bit of final fantasy 14 now and would you ever consider giving that a go and it's true you were adamantly against sort of dipping your toe in that at all what was that because everyone else was doing it do you think at that time uh yeah i've just i've also except for kingdom hearts i've never been that big into final fantasy um like uh i I, I don't i can't even really tell you why i don't know it's hard for me to get into like anything that's like an anthology i'm like you know there's so many of these and there's no continuity between them like why should i care it wasn't part of my childhood. I was a, I was a N64 kid, not a PS1 kid. So it also like here in the States, that's when it kind of popped off. So I didn't even really have access to it. Um, but yeah, it was just, I don't know. I, I played WoW for so long that um, that's like what I wanted my MMOs to look like. Like I wanted it to be stylized. I wanted it to kind of have that more illustrative look and so i was kind of i've always was kind of turned off by by final fantasy 14's initial look i don't i don't think i don't honestly i don't think most mmos look good when you just screenshot them and you look at a screenshot so i'm not really going to hold that against ff14 but like on twitter that's how i saw it and i was like i don't know it, it looks like one of those final fantasy games but like not one of the pretty new ones it looks you know like <laughs> one that might be a generation or two behind if it was this was if we were talking consoles um, so yeah, I was just not all that interested. And also a lot of times, I mean, the stuff that people share are like the ridiculous things that are kind of more about when you're just hanging out with your friends in game, which is you have all these people in wonderful armor and then someone shows up in like a giant mascot frog hat and you're like, okay, <laughs> I don't know. This looks kind of silly. I'm not sure if this is my jam. Um, yeah. And then there are other things I've talked about this at nauseam other places. So I was like, you might have to pull it out and make some try not to repeat myself, but I tried it. Like I tried the demo, like maybe a year or two before Shadowbringer or Shadow Shadow Shadowlands, and to put it in a WoW timeline since we're on a WoW show. And uh, uh, I thought I started in. If anyone knows the game Gridania, and I think that is a, a really standard bog standard forest. And yeah. I was just like, okay, mm-hmm. don't love the look of that. And then I hit a load wall like immediately, and I was like, why? Why is there load walls? It's it's the 21st century. <laughs> um, and so that really put me off. Um, so I bounced off my first like alone attempt that had nothing to do with people telling me to play it or thinking I would ever stream it. Um, yeah. And then I, I have this friend, um, uh, I know it's sacrilege that I've, I've made content with longer than Taliesin uh, named Kyle. <laughs> and when, when, as soon as he heard I wasn't playing WoW anymore, he like just started like putting the the knuckles down on me about you should really you should really give fourteen another sh- you should really just give fourteen another shot. And I was like, why? He's like, well, why are you mad about World of Warcraft? I'm like, the story sucks. He's like, let me tell you about story that doesn't suck. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you about Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and he just, he wouldn't let up and he wouldn't let up and he wouldn't let up. And, uh, eventually he was like, well, just try it. Just, just get to the level where we can run dungeons because I know you love dungeons and we can run dungeons together. And, and so I did that and I started to get into it. I started to enjoy it. Um, and yeah, it, I don't know, it's ridiculous to think about it now. Cause when we started, 
I think a lot of people now that are watching us, they know us for our Final Fantasy fourteen streams. But when we started playing fourteen together, we made like a couple odd videos. That was it. I, I made it all the way to halfway through Heaven's Ward before we even did our first stream of it. Like, and everyone wants to see you stream the story, and no one can go see my playthrough of the original game or most of the first expansion. It just doesn't exist because wow. I didn't oh, capture wow. it. That's insane. Yeah. That's why. Yeah, but- because, and that's the thing to like to film the story. Final Fantasy fourteen didn't just become your thing. It the game you played, it became like your I don't want to say entire, but certainly kind of the dominant form of your kind of content output as well. And, and the past two years. it really yeah. snowballed. And I feel like you're from a professional point of view um and uh, aside from anything else you're, you're seeing more success with with that than kind of anything ever before really is that um, would you say that's fair grinding is gears, so is. grinding gears is the channel that you kind of put it on on youtube and uh go yeah. and check it out it's it's, it's great fun and yeah. i pop over there and i i catch up on stuff and everything seems to be doing really well you're putting content out all the time you guys seem to be having loads of fun and your community seems great it's a really good time and yeah absolutely like uh, full stop the most successful thing i've ever been a part of like and it's it's weird um and there's certainly some familiar faces that have followed us from all of this like i've been doing weird crap like this since 2010 i had a starcraft podcast in 2010 that was the first thing i ever made um and yeah I, I, we still have some familiar faces but like yeah, it's it's wild. It feels like starting over again. Even though for for Kyle and me, we just kept going. We just kept making content. It's just what we made content about changed. Uh, and up until very recently, we had a podcast on Thursday for seven years straight, and 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 we kept doing it even when it was no longer Heroes of the Storm podcast. But we just kept the same slot, same day. So for us, it didn't really feel any different. So we just recently moved it to Mondays, but. Um, yeah, it's... that's amazing. And, and when, sorry, yeah, and and you've recently moved not in together, but oh uh, no, no, let's tell her how it is. It feels right? like you've moved in together. Yeah, Where right? is he now? Taken... Is he is he here? Is he listening? Can, taken... it, it is, is hilarious how many He's people think that we actually in moved in together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I guess we should work on our messaging because a lot of people seem to think we're roommates, and I'm like, no, 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 I'm way too married. I never want roommates again. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, Kyle's I... local now. I have to admit, I I do feel like slightly like a third wheel here because you know <laughs> we, it's it's the the real couple here is you two, right? The real power couple is is Tally and Garrett. So, well, we uh... we did Wow Killer for a long, long time. It was actually yeah. like a couple of years in the end, yeah. wasn't it? And yeah. it it didn't feel like that partly because you know spending time with you was so much fun uh, and and every well, minute... we so suddenly talked about World of Warcraft well, on the yeah, program exactly. that it didn't you really know, feel like um... a Wow podcast. <laughs> uh, so, but but also because uh, you know we didn't didn't do it every week either so um it, it kind of all in all it felt like the time just absolutely flew by but looking back on it we did quite a lot of episodes and yeah it was on for a long time and honestly testament all of that is down to you and uh the, the work that you put in to make it happen and and i had such a great role on that podcast because you know oh, so garrett stuff. organized it all we put it on my our twitch stream but garrett made it happen so and he was essentially the de facto host oh, yeah. so i would feel like i was just there to muck around and it was brilliant and it was a very good vibe because you know garrett were trying to be keeping to the to the show notes and and stick on conversation and i was like yeah but the thing is though <laughs> batman's nipples tell me about I'm, that i'm gonna i'm gonna blame I mean, and i'm gonna cast general aspersions and say this is my experience working with anyone from 
general European area. Because, <laughs> I just want to talk about Batman's nipples the whole time. Because you like, and well, Patrick Beja kind of Darryl, podcast but... the same way. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's it's the same way. Well, like, and have you seen the latest Batman movie? Because I've been thinking about this a lot. Did you see? Oh, okay. Oh, is this, are we doing this the Batman? Are we, are we doing this? I did. Are we doing have you seen it? Did you see the Batman? No, you have to, you have okay, to just, okay, like, okay. I've got, me and Garrett, we've got catching up you to guys, do. You guys take right? it. Like, did you, did you see the Batman? What did you think? I did see the Batman. Um, uh, I, th I think I was getting pelted by like bottle caps and popcorn because there were insufferable teenagers in the audience and no. it was a really long movie and I felt every minute of it because of that fact. No, uh, I think that movie <laughs> is deeply unnecessary, but I still really like it. <laughs> <laughs> like this movie did not it. need to exist but it wasn't terrible it was, it was i mean you know obviously it, it, it's lacking a lot of high camp uh but it's fine it's fair it's uh no i love it. I, I love the the kind of the uh the the character arc in it and stuff like that i think the costume looks very silly but his back car is cool i like the back it, car yeah and i don't like the riddler in it but whatever if they called the riddler something else and just said he wasn't the riddler i'd have liked the it they should have just called the riddler uh jigsaw from wish.com exactly yeah yeah if, yeah if they just made him up and as a new baddie yeah. or something it'd been better but uh paul uh, dano paul dano oh yeah. uh, but he plays him as like Great. a kind of a i like that actor but oh, i don't yeah. like that yeah. version of the riddler yeah i'm with you the coolest yeah, batmobile riddler, riddler since needs to be a bit more camp than that but um uh yeah anyway good sorry glad we caught up so there's our but, review so many people are very asking right now you know like uh it's it's very important obviously that garrett was our first guest on this podcast there was there was no way when we decided that we'd start having guests True. on this, this podcast that garrett wasn't gonna be the first one because it's like the circling of a circle right yeah exactly it's like things coming back on themselves and and sort of the beautiful circle of life you know we never had a it handoff from Garrett to me. Well, you know what? We never had a handoff, uh, but we also never had a proper goodbye to Wow Killer exactly, as well. Exactly. We, we, we never really put out a final episode. We put out a final like five minute, <laughs> we're not going to do this anymore <laughs> kind of thing, which is still pops up on my Spotify every now and then. 12 and minutes and 49 sad. seconds. Aww. Um, so yeah, we, we never, we never had a proper farewell to that, which, uh, um, is, I'm glad that, I'm glad that we're finally being able to do that now, but many people would be like, I'm... why, why have uh, a Final Fantasy 14 guy on your WoW podcast, obviously, and that's a fair question, honestly, but ha have you been kind of keeping up with WoW news and, and, and stuff and keeping an eye on it? Uh, for the most part, yeah, um, I think... Let's see. I, BlizzCon, you know, medicine comes out. You're gonna pay attention. Like it's 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 that simple. Once you're done giving Mike Yabara the middle finger, uh, and Chris Metzen comes out, you're gonna pay attention. Um, so you know. You are, know we once, once... are we allowed to do that now? Because for a while we were being absolutely poo pooed for a. Uh... Throwing any aspersion. Oh yeah, it went, it went in two different really? phases. Okay, so what? Oh well, when that's Mike because Yabara... he streams and wears gaming t-shirts, so he's just like us. He's, he's just more. like he's us. Like, yeah, he's just yeah. Like he, us. he streams he does, and wears does, gaming t-shirts. Not like me. Oh yeah. But, I mean, yeah. So, well, no, he's that just and, like and us. Tell us, and how dare you? He <laughs> play game. Man, play game. My, uh, man, like me. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Man, man, play game. Absolute bro. Yeah, but you remember? You remember when Mike Yabara turned up and and I. I've always been, I was, I, I, we can say this now, this is so good, but we, you can say lizard in a skin suit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we totally. can say that. I was we can always say that suspicious now. of that dude. Just because, just because, um, you know, no one who does that job is ever going to be your friend, right? No one who does that job 
wow is not going to be their first priority the quality of video games is not going to be their first priority it's I, I like think, you i know, think it was for for morheim <laughs> well yeah maybe but that morheim was a, a founder member of blizzard so you know that's well, yeah yeah, yeah. And, but but even then he he didn't have like loads of sway and you know every time wow uh every time blizzard merges with another company like it did with activision and now like activision blizzard does with microsoft you know wow becomes a smaller and smaller fish and a bigger and bigger pool you know it's like if it was just blizzard you'd be like yeah they well they got to keep wow going it's their thing it's their major thing this is interesting this is because this is kind of what i wanted to talk to you about the uh, is is i think that was right and then layoffs happened and we found out about yet another canceled game and so if blizzard just never makes new anything yeah. does wow just start to become a bigger fish again because well, they just I, I refuse know, to take we keep, risks we keep plopping like the whole of blizzard into just a bigger pool right so i mean it's like yeah as far as blizzard goes wow is always the most consistent game it's it's the, the most consistent earner it's the most consistent kind of player base um and it's it's yeah it's their golden goose really but then when when you take into consideration activision and king well you've got call of duty right and you've got uh candy, candy crush. crush and yeah, stuff candy like that crush. um and and now you've got the whole of microsoft right so you've got everything mm. um uh, and, yeah. and 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 you're thinking well wow is just it becomes less and less important to the company as a whole uh that it belongs to with every kind of merger because blizzard becomes less important you know as a whole like blizzard is not as important to microsoft as it is to activision you know so if microsoft decides like we need five thousand devs to go and make uh you know like spyro 12 or whatever like then we can just close down blizzard and use them like blizzard has Pretty done much. with other companies that they've bought you know uh, like other 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 uh, you know uh, developers that they they've it's bought funny it's funny you mentioned that because i have played more of that tony hawk remake in the last two weeks than i have any other blizzard game <laughs> like that's been my like that for some reason that has re-entered my life as my my nighttime i want to start winding down my brain game i've been playing tony hawk again for the first time since that remake released <laughs> That's awesome, oh, wow. man! I would love to. I ah, oh, I see. I don't. I don't want to play. Yeah, I, has it has it got all the like the original soundtrack and everything as well? It has almost every track from the original two games. There are a couple oh, that God. couldn't get the licensing. Does for. it have so Superman by Goldfinger? Songs. <laughs> they, that that is straight up what they made the the opening title logo screen they changed it because they realized how much yeah i'm yeah. in i'm sold <laughs> i am sold <laughs> that's it i just need that song on repeat uh the, the whole time uh, speaking of cranking it up can you can you turn up garrett just a tiny uh, he is bit echoing a little bit yeah on my mic yeah yeah I will. Oh, oh, echo. <laughs> yeah totally Perfect. um so yeah i i so i do worry about the the, the long-term kind of viability of of mm. wow in terms of what microsoft want from it merges in general for products and 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 workers and for labor and stuff is usually a bad thing and that's what it's proved to be so far for uh the staff at blizz you know like with the huge layoffs and i think overwatch got particularly uh hit hard and and, and therefore we saw well. they, they had a follow-up firing that was not a part of the original what was it 1900 people being fired like yeah. across microsoft but then yeah. what i think two days back they fired it looked like everybody from overwatch esports i don't think it's actually yeah. everybody yeah. Uh, i think sure there's like eight like people left on that team is my understanding wow. so um yeah. yeah yeah and the 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 kind of like the the absolute beacons of the overwatch like casting community as well yes like, like very famous looking people 
people like and... literally literally the folks that i follow that I, even though i don't really play overwatch anymore i'm like i know you and I oh, love yeah, I you. you guys are the best right yeah. i haven't i haven't watched overwatch esports since like the first year of the game but i still keep up with zoe because she's yeah, yeah exactly she's the bomb and... and she had an adorable baby yeah i think like, she does still have that i don't think that was connected I, I would... to like <laughs> your key card doesn't work anymore and also i hope you say goodbye to your baby because we're keeping that that's like you know uh they're, they're really good with premiere yeah, <laughs> so. uh, yeah overwatch is like absolutely, <laughs> absolutely gutted let's add child labor to the list of infractions from blizzard next step, man next step but anyway so like yep. that's the thing right whoever the president and people are criticizing uh the new president of uh blizzard who is joanna i want to fairies is that how you pronounce it i'm not sure apologies joanna because it's definitely wrong but you know she is a corporate figure right she doesn't have any experience a, a criticism i've seen of her is that she doesn't make games what does she know about making games it's like mm, it's not really the job well, it, it, <laughs> it's like yeah, she, exactly. she won't be making any games not, not <laughs> as really, president of Blizzard. And... like it's not really a qualification but obviously it would be nice if they did right and and yeah. i can see why people really liked mike Ybarra, um as an idea but I just, I, you know, I, I feel like the, the highest up you can possibly get while still actually being one of us is game director. You know, you, you, anything above that, even I, producers mm. maybe who are in charge of, of, of WoW. So people like yeah. Holly. Yeah. Holly is about as high up as you can get. Holly Longsdale is about as high up as you can get while still being one of us. Anyone above her. They're not one of us, man, because it's not their job to be. It's their job to kind of, you know. Exactly. And they're no longer like the, the founding members of the team, right? So yeah, they're, exactly. they're, you know, they didn't work their way up to the top in that sense. So, no, I, I, I completely agree with you. And, um, no, I'm curious to see what, what she's going to do and where she's going to take it. I mean, her background is NFL and Call of Duty. Yeah. I and mean, she's a marketer, right? So, yeah, I mean, yeah. It, 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 exactly. Uh, and she went to Harvard, which means I should hate her. So why well, you, you need context for that because otherwise people are going to think you're doing like yeah, some no, weird. No, I'm, 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 I'm obligated. I'm obligated to uh, to dislike anyone who went to Harvard because I went to Yale, obviously, which is oh, the, okay. actually the better school. But mm. it's fine. It's fine. Uh, okay, it's safety fine. school. You know, yeah. Not as prestigious, yeah, 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 yeah. but you know, exactly. that's, she obviously didn't get her yeah. first choice. No, no, she, no, she didn't. So, um, so my heart goes out to her. But. Um, no, I, I, so I'm, I'm, cur I'm curious to see what she's going to do, but I mean, maybe, maybe this is a good time to just kind of step back and reevaluate. Yeah. Like what our expectations are for these people and what we pin on them. Like maybe you, we, maybe we do just need someone who does the business correctly and well. Well, I don't right? know if that's a good thing though. That's, and who doesn't you know, what, well. if, if keeping wow going is bad business, I want them to do bad business. Actually. Well, I, like yeah, if, well, if exactly. shutting that thing down is good business and makes everyone a whole ton of money, then I don't want them to do good I think, business. I, I want them to do bad business. I want my game to shutting down. Wow. Is, is not good business well, at the moment. Right. Well, you're right. Maybe. Right. Um, so yeah, like, lots of, lots of sort of upkeep. And we were, we were podcasting this very podcast when the news of all those layoffs and stuff broke and i think you know there's still a bunch of layoffs that i think people don't know about yet and that we haven't heard about publicly and stuff like that so i think there are some more bombshells to come on that as well uh just from this last round of layoffs and and the thing is who would who would be a worker there right now because you're just looking over your shoulder the whole time you just have no idea 
in the games industry in general uh what what could happen at any point because it seems completely unconnected to how well a company is doing it's like uh, oh the company's doing badly are they going to lay off a whole bunch of people oh the company's making record profits are they going to lay off a whole bunch of people it's completely arbitrary it feels like and based on basically nothing so you know i, I don't really see where the motivation is for workers to do good work if they're going to get laid off anyway and I was, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I was talking to a buddy of mine who who used to work for a major game studio i'm not going to out them um but uh they, they were saying that to them it just looks like this is just how AAA functions now mm -hmm. you have a yeah. big hiring in the spring yeah. and a big firing in the winter yeah and and, and, and like just... always suspiciously between eight to twelve percent of the workforce weirdly it's it's just funny yeah. how it always works out that way that oh yeah these are the ones that are redundant it's it's just like it is what it is yeah but it's, it's, it doesn't it... leave a good taste does it no, no, it, it it really doesn't. It's and this one, this one's particularly just, it just it just feels like they threw darts too. Because yeah. not not that it matters. Any getting fired sucks, no matter if it made sense or not. But like previous layoffs at Blizzard tended to make sense with games that were winding down. You know, when they were sunsetting things like Heroes of the Storm, and and even then they still they kept a lot of the talent and put them on other games yeah. that have now been canceled. Oh. Yeah, yeah it's uh very very sad um from that point of view but uh have you kind of maybe you can give everyone actually a, a bit of a reminder um where were you at kind of in your head where was wow in your estimation and what were you thinking what were your opinions on wow when you kind of stopped playing it in shadowlands i mean they were they were pretty they were pretty negative um like to me like almost all of it was I was kind of over it. I thought the story was bunk. I thought the gameplay was bunk. Um, you know, I was just, I was just kind of done. Um, and it, and it got, and it got worse because I stopped before the patches and then they like did the worst Arthas mini arc. I've like, you could have ever. Oh, the actual final death of Arthas as it were in Sanctum. Oh, so yeah, when, yeah, when did you yeah, stop? Just... In 9.1, I guess, before the raid? Or... I, I guess. Yeah. Before the um, generic floating island zone was added. Yeah. <laughs> I saw, no more. I remember seeing that and being like, Oh yeah, that's not gonna get me to come back. And then the next patch came out, and, I, and everyone's like, "Garrett, they're, 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 there's like they're gonna do something with Arthas." And I'm like, "Oh, cool. I guess I'll wait to see what they do." And then I saw that cutscene, and I was like, "All right, I'm I'm fully out. Like you, <laughs> you've ruined Sylvanas, my second favorite character, and now you're like." dragging arthas's name through the dirt my first favorite character well this is actually so. really funny because that means you stopped playing before literally the first major patch of the expansion but i remember doing wow killer i remember so many episodes that we did in shadowlands we've i felt like we were talking about shadowlands forever before the before time, the show actually stopped yeah time and, actually changed and that just shows how <laughs> bad the content yeah. uh, and patch cadence was in Shadowlands. it was how, it was a long, long way for that, that first patch took to come yeah, it, it it took a long time. Yeah, yeah. Cause, I mean, we started in BFA because I remember we were doing a lot of old gods talk in the early days of that show, yeah. um, and it was really fun because I think we're that was like a big kind of friendship point for the two of us as we both are massive geeks about about old god shit. Um, but yeah, and and yeah, it's Shadowlands was this. It, it, it had a lot of weight for me because like. How many times did we on the pre-show for Wild Killer talk about my love of like teen angst energy? Like I love emo. I love going to the mall and going to Hot Topic. And so having like the <laughs> death expansion couldn't have been more in my wheelhouse. And I, 
And the fact that like it ended up being my least favorite expansion ever, even underneath Warlords, which I think is like borderline unplayable. Um, <laughs> that's how much I disliked Warlords. Um, is is it was such a it 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 was a real chasm of my hopes to to how much I ended up enjoying it. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I, I think that was a, a lot of people's um, kind of experience of Shadowlands. Um, and then when you saw kind of uh, Dragonflight uh, be announced and and the game move into that sort of era, were you are you still keeping kind of tabs on it at that point? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I, I will never not, like, at least at the very minor amount, be a spectator of World of Warcraft. I played it for too damn long. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's It's been a third of my actual life, so... Yeah. Yeah, it's these like, yeah, okay. it's like you know, you've got friends that play D anD D. They don't play it all the time, but they're always curious what the hell you know is going on with the latest edition or how Wizards of the Coast is pissing people off. Like, it's <laughs> this is very much like being a Blizzard fan, yeah. even when you're not playing. It's 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 a uh, it's an interesting thing to just be a spectator of. Well, this is super so, interesting yeah. to me. This is like one of my this is one of my things at the moment is that. Um, I'm a huge fan of Dragonflight. I think it's a, a great expansion. I think it's, you know, one of the top draw expansions. And as as like a gameplay experience, it's just really, really good. And it's it's as good as WoW has ever been in many ways. But of course, I'm also fascinated by the fact that there are still, thanks to Shadowlands, and, you know, a general decline in uh, player numbers up to that point anyway. But then in, in Shadowlands, it fell off a cliff, obviously, for a number of different reasons. Shadowlands being terrible and the not unconnected rise of Final Fantasy XIV at the same time, and uh, a whole bunch of other stuff as well. And yeah. I'm really interested in the fact that we've got this really good expansion at the moment, but obviously, although uh, numbers are kind of picking up again, it's not back to where it was, and why people are choosing not to come back to the game, and their impressions of it from the outside... Um, and and what have you so like what what have been your impressions from the outside of of this expansion uh well i played it a decent amount i didn't raid or anything like i have in your like to me like how in on a wow expansion like how i gauge my own buy-in is am i raiding and uh, sure. i haven't done right. any raids in dragonflight zero so i'm i'm extremely mm -hmm. casual and uh, i basically haven't played much since the first month um i i like got two characters the max um I enjoyed my time. Um, so, like, my impression was it was a, it was a good return to form. Um, I thought the flying was great. And, like, I can hear in the back of my head, Guild Wars 2, I don't care. No one played that game. Um, like, I, I understand. And it, it doesn't, like, I, you know how many games where cars drive the same? Like, yeah, there's only yeah. so many ways to do car driving. There's only so many ways to do flying. Uh, I thought it was really fun. Um, and I, I, I was surprised how much it felt like like an open world game to me. And I know there's been a lot of pushback against Ubisoft, like map vomit games. I, I love those games. I love map vomit. Uh, although it's being done better by the Spider-Man games right now. Sure. And, sure. Uh, the, the, the last spider, not Spider-Man two, I haven't 100%ed it yet, but I 100%ed the first one and I'm 100% of miles Morales. And that's like, that's it. I haven't 100%ed anything since the Xbox 360 era. In terms yeah. of of that kind of, that's how much I love just swinging around New York in those games. And but so when I got the Dragonfly, we've talked about that game on Wow Killer as well. And it's that thing yeah. where, for one thing, I think like uh, Matt Vomit games, they hit different when they're live and when they're MMOs than when they are 
contain single player games because when they're a single player game like spider-man to a lesser extent but you know like far cry or something like that it's a case of okay so it's me versus this arbitrary content that they've given me to do mm. whereas when you're in a live setting in an mmo with other players and things and it's a perpetual world for some reason then it just feels like there's loads of stuff to do and it doesn't feel yeah. quite so then i i'll happily go and unlock like 20 radio towers um and, and find them all over the map <laughs> and things like that because oh, it, apparently it, i'll just do different when it's when it's in an mmo as opposed to yeah. like uh, a single player game like that and the comparison with spider-man is really interesting because um dragon riding was a glint in blizzard's eye at that point we we didn't know anything about it mm -hmm. but i was like yeah you know the content in spider-man is very standard like ubisoft style map vomit stuff what's separate and this isn't a hot take right but what separates it and what makes it great is they have taken your mode of traversal and they've made that part of the gameplay. So, you know, it, it's fun to swing from from mm -hmm. building to building and to get from... Right. You know, in those games, I don't use fast travel in the Spider-Man No, and that's, that's what made, it was so funny about the sequel was, like, you go read reviews for Spider-Man 2 and, like, everybody mentions that the fast travel feels like magic. And I'm like, and, <laughs> and no one uses it because it's so much fun to just move. Yeah, totally. Game. Um, um, and, and that's like what introducing fast travel to Tony Hawk. Like you're missing the point. Like <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I had so much fun like uh, playing that first Spider-Man game, and I get the same feeling from Dragonflight. And yeah. when I went into the alpha, and I because I did not care about uh, the dragon riding um, when it came to in, in all of the Dragonflight announcements, dragon riding was the one that I was like, at best, it's not going to annoy me. At worst, it's going to ruin the entire game because they're going to dick it up. You know they're going to dick it up. You know they're going to. It's going to be dumb and stupid, and it will take all expansion to get to the point where it's even functional for most players. You know because they'll time gate the the, the kind of uh, the level up of it and things like that. Um, and the second I got into the alpha and started doing it, I was like, oh no, this is this is a game changer. This is like Spider Man levels mm -hmm. of now going over here is fun, and it's not just yeah. the thing that I'm going to that's fun. It's getting there that's fun as well, and that I I mean, that does change everything everything i spent like three days straight just mining i, I hadn't done that since like wrath when i was <laughs> hyper into crafting and i like i'm like i don't even know why i'm doing this i, I have no goals we've got to get you a go... raid team garrett that's why it's like i'm not gonna go raid i, I don't need raid. to make I, anything mining for three days i'm like get this boy a raid team someone <laughs> someone get this boy a raid team right now like, i just liked flying so much yeah so i was just like catching up on like like uh podcasts and just flying my ass off mining because it was just so much fun to fly and that is um, so yeah like my initial right there. yeah, yeah. My, is, my initial yeah. impressions were it was really good um all of my issues with Dragonflight, uh i i find are like person personal issues i don't think it's like objectively bad i i think it's like there's just personal things i don't like about it like as what? opposed to shadowlands where i was like this is just not a good expansion uh, what are the things that you dislike about it um i think I think the the new continent is really homogenous. Um, like it's just a bunch of undeveloped mountain ranges, uh, except for the undeveloped forest range. Like I like cities, and there's like one. Everything else is like a hut in the middle of nowhere out there. So like flying across it, um, like I I love of having a difference of zones and also having a difference of like cultures and civilizations. Like that's part of the reason I like legions so much is like zone to zone. It's so diverse. Um, and also if you like cities, the final friggin' zone is just a giant city. Yeah. Um, which was amazing for me. Like Suramar was so friggin' cool. Suramar is the um, best. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Right. Yes. All my homies yeah. love Suramar. Um, yeah, exactly. Garrett knows where and it's I'm at. Also, 
Yeah, and then also, like, for me, I'm a huge Dungeon fan. Like, I've always been, uh, well, not always, but BC on, I was always a tank. I love tanking. I love running dungeons. Oh, man, I was so disappointed when the first three dungeons were just zones I already saw. Ah, uh, yeah, like, that is like the doing? moment wow thing, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it, it, it made me retroactively love Final Fantasy XIV's load walls. So I'm like, this game has so much loading that the dungeons are like, it gives them more freedom that like I can go to a dungeon and it's just a part of a zone that I've known for since a realm were born, but I've never seen it before. And it's in freaking, it's in the end of Shadowbringers because you can't go there because there's a, there's an invisible wall. And as much as I don't typically like that kind of stuff, it makes, it gives them a lot more freedom to work the land and work the lore into their dungeons. Um, and it was funny. It was the first time in my life I went, oh, maybe, Maybe it's not all bad to have some invisible walls and, and restrict where I can go a little bit in 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 online games. So yeah, I, I was I was really personally bummed out by the dungeons. It it really mm-hmm. took the uh, pun, you know, wind out of my wings for that for, for ah! Dragonflight. <laughs> Uh, did you did you manage to create a, a Drac Theor? Were you were you excited about Evokers, or is that just like not emo I, enough for you? I, I wasn't until I tried it. Um, Drakthir okay. are freaking awesome. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're really neat. Um, I'm not I'm not huge into the Evoker personally. Like, I wish they could be normal classes, but overall, I do think like they nailed the the feel and it, like I'm not usually one to want to be like a a monster person. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I did it because it was available early and I was kind of getting the wow itch again. So you know, it was the first thing you could do if you were keeping an eye on Dragonflight. So yeah, I went in and. And did it and um just out of morbid curiosity and i was like oh shit this is fun and then i know they fixed it since but i was like why can't you just fly normally yeah. like everyone yeah, else yeah. as yeah. the dragon race um, so i, 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 dragon, I was in that allow camp. me to dragon ride yeah yeah, yeah. dragon b yeah. <laughs> totally yeah. um and so then you you kind of fell off uh dragonfly a little bit and i guess yeah. the next kind of touching point for wow for you would be last blizzcon right and the announcements of the war within mm. Um, yes. Well, yeah, I, I got, I started getting back into classic. Um, I was really late to hardcore. Uh, so I started playing hardcore right before BlizzCon dropped and was like dumbfounded how much I enjoyed it. Uh, like, like it was like all, everything about retail that I don't enjoy, like just doesn't exist. And so it, I really, I was like playing it at night on the couch, on my laptop. I haven't done that since like college, like. I was just, I was back in. Um, and then, yeah, obviously BlizzCon hit. And then, uh, um, f- funny enough, War Within, I was like, bold strategy, hanging everything <laughs> on your narrative? Because <laughs> to me, it's that's been like the weakest thing about yeah. WoW, and I still think it's kind of weak in Dragonflight. I think it's better than than Shadowlands, but um, again, that's that's where I go, oh, it's a personal thing for me. Like, I just don't care that much about the aspects. Um, and I mm, still don't. Yeah, I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. And I think like the new, the, I saw the new villains, and I was like, they, they kind of look like generic He-Man monsters. Like, <laughs> I not love a, much about He-Man monsters that's though. The beauty of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but uh, I don't know. They just don't have. To me, they don't have a lot of personality. They're no, a little sure, uh, I guess, uh, fair enough. They're, they're like He-Man in Fortnite style, and I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. This isn't. This it's 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 a personal thing. I don't think it's objectively bad. I it doesn't do much for me. Um. So there's there's all that about it, and so I was I was I was happy to see them returning to classic characters, but also it's it's uh, Anduin and Thrall are probably 
very, very low on my list of characters that move the needle of excitement for me. Yeah. So it's like, oh, we've got two Boy Scouts hanging out together. <laughs> but one of them is very, very sad. And yeah. one of them was very, very sad a couple of years ago. But now it's okay. E exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I, I think yeah. we're like, going to be <laughs> sort of focusing it around the planeteers a lot. So it'll be the same little band as from Shadowlands, you know, the Jaina, Bane, Thrall, Anduin. Tyrande's probably going to get a little break, I'd have thought now. I She's think just so. hanging out with, uh, with Malfurion in, in, in the, the new... In their hut. Yeah, in the new Night Elf home. and, and That was, that nice was the other thing, there. too. Mal Malfurion, probably my least favorite character. And then I saw in the latest patch, the big deal was Malfurion comes back. And I'm like, man, wow, you just can't... You can't hit it for me. Yeah. And, well, and I know this is all deeply went, personal. His, his, his kind of like going to the Shadowlands and taking Ysera's place and everything was a bit of a non-event. And, yeah. and and then him coming back was a bit of a non-event. And it was like, he's just can't, he just can't do anything with Malfurion, can no, he? Can. Wow he's has a stoic Boy Scout problem. He's better when he's asleep and not doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, like legit, because yeah. And I think this is a problem that a lot of WoW characters from the early days have. It's, you know, characters that were, were kind of created almost outside the game in a way because the limitations on the game itself mm. uh particularly in the warcraft days when before wow like the limits on those games were so huge that you had space to write these outrageously op characters and they'd never have to interact in like an actual game world or anything like that and and you know actually drive mm -hmm. any kind of a a story that wasn't a self-contained sort of thing um and then of course wow comes along and you have to put all these characters in game living every day and existing every day all the time and it's like well why don't they just win <laughs> why don't they just do the op <laughs> thing that they can do and just win yeah, was, this is ridiculous it's, and it, it's something that now that i've been playing classic like it, is classic is the only thing i play now in world of warcraft i, I haven't touched retail in a while um and it, it's something i've noticed i'm just like they, they don't roll out the main characters a lot in <laughs> old vanilla and to me it made the world seem huge and yeah. dangerous and mysterious mm -hmm. and and now the world seems like very fleshed out and just i don't know there's not to me there's not a lot of mystery and and the, the, you know they're rolling out the main characters constantly and yeah. and i feel like they've you know they're they're the, the overwatchification of, of Warcraft is, is real to me. Oh, I get that. But then I but totally. then I also remember I also remember back in um much, much earlier expansions where a lot of the big criticisms for WoW's narrative was it's like, you've got all these characters that you never touch. Like, you know, you've got these powerful characters like Jaina and Thrall and, and uh, you never, you know, they're always in the background. They're never ever doing anything. And wouldn't they be doing something <laughs> in, in this big thing? You know, it's fair criticism, but then... Mm. Any yeah. response to that means that yeah, they're going to be in the story more, and they are going to be less mysterious. And yeah, there's uh... yeah, it, it's a tough balancing act because I think I think that's part of the reason like I, I didn't stick with Dragonflight was like not only were the zones homogenous, but kind of like the whole story. It feels Warlords in that way. Like I'm mm -hmm. not the world's biggest orc fan, and that's why I didn't love Warlords because it was just all orc all the time. Um, and so in Dragonflight, it's just like all dragons all the time, unless I guess you're like centaurs. Um, <laughs> And and so, like, if you're not into that, like, that's kind of all the expansion has for you from a narrative standpoint. Um, and it's kind of how I feel like, like, I loved Mists, but I was also in during Mists going, where where the f is Jaina? You just you just had that awesome Jaina book. She seems to be on this really interesting arc, and you just kind of she shows up, yells at you before Thunder Isle, and then f's off for the whole expansion. 
And so it's a tough balancing act. Like, and I, I recognize that. Yeah, like, I mean, I, I don't buy that as a criticism because, of course, the Tuscars do exist in uh, Dragonflight. <laughs> that is fair. That's true. I'm just saying. Was, <laughs> that's another like, thing that you and I agree you on. Like, I was you so happy to see the Tuscar, Tuscar dude. So, I mean, maybe if you're not going, if the Tusk, they're right there. The Tuscar are right there. If you're not going and hanging with them, I can't really take any any responsibility for that. But you have been playing a lot of um, uh, Seed and Discovery, though, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. A decent amount. I mean, not as much as, you know, people who <laughs> just got that raid on, like, lockdown. But, yeah, I've, I've, I've gone through. I've done the raid. Um, I loved it. I absolutely adored uh, my time with, with Season of Discovery. I'm not playing right now. Now I'm just kind of, like, waiting for the next patch. Um, but, you know, I got, in, I got into hardcore. Uh, really enjoyed it. Uh, my 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 other half over on YouTube, Kyle Ferguson, uh, described it as the entire world is a dungeon now because like every pull <laughs> could potentially be your last, and you have to like everything you do, you need to be hyper careful of. I was like, God, that's a perfect description of how hardcore feels. <laughs> um, and then, so I was enjoying that, and I was, and I remember it kind of reminded me how much I enjoy just the vanilla feel of WoW. Um, and then. So season of discovery was like perfect timing because I was like I would like this without the horrifying stakes twenty four seven, but also I don't want to <laughs> yeah. just go back and play plain old vanilla because I've done that many times. Um, so season of discovery was was perfect, and for me that's what I came out of BlizzCon the most excited for was that was like to me the biggest surprise because um, while so, I do so follow we, Blizzard, we don't play I, season of discovery at all. Um, uh, although I I've kind of realized <laughs> that I'm gonna have to because I've realized that they're putting kind of law in there which is clearly yeah. building up to the world soul song they did this literally just um, to rope you in yeah pretty much yeah they, they're being they're doing they they seem to be doing something pretty clever with uh with zalatath and with yep. kind of uh, there's a couple of other things that people have pointed out to us mm -hmm. via email that i haven't had the chance to check out so i'm not going to mention them but um there do seem to be kind of little threads and links in there narratively that seem to be leading into into uh the world soul saga so that's as you know doing my job and everything i now have no choice i know i'm gonna have to get into season i'm putting it off but i know i'm gonna have to get into season discovery and play that and i have no doubt that i'm gonna really really enjoy it but it's just a nut what it doesn't mean i'll play less retail it means i'll less i'll play less anything else so suddenly i won't have time to play Baldur's gate 3 in my spare time i won't have time to play fifa in my spare time when i want to or, or like anything else um uh, or i'll watch less batman movies right i'll uh, watch less h bomber guy movies and i need uh, like videos yeah. and i need i need that time and season discovery is gonna take it but I, i'm sure i'm gonna have a wild time but why is it so good what is it about season discovery because people go wild for that stuff well i i think i think i've realized that i'm just like uh, retail's not doing it for me and but i still like wow and so vanilla as a whole it, to me it's more focused than than retail i get into retail now and it, 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 i kind of i get overwhelmed and then i'm on twitter and all i see are things like the trading posts and i'm like i'm not interested um Whereas, oh, you're going to hate the second part of this show. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I don't find buying stuff. Uh, I don't consider that a game mechanic. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I just I don't find it that interesting. Um, but so vanilla to me seems more focused. But again, I've done it at nauseum. I never need to play vanilla again. But vanilla with some new aspects. All right. I'm interested. Um, and that and at its most base level, that's 
it for me. Like you tell me we're doing vanilla again, but there's things you haven't seen before. All right, cool. Color me interested. And so I, I went in, uh, cause I'm like, well, whatever I, I, I can get to level 10 again and see if I'm actually interested. And, uh, it turns out, yes, I, I am, I am interested. Um, and then also on top of that, the fact that I'm a big tank nerd and they're like, what if you could tank as all these classes that have never been able to tank before? And then I'm, I'm hook, line and sinker. I'm in. So yeah, I've, I've been doing a, a, a tank rogue and it's just the weirdest, coolest shit I've done in world of yeah. Warcraft in a long time. That's so interesting to me. I, this is just like a little thing, but, um, you know, when, when I ask why season of discovery is so great, a lot of the time people are like, yeah, I can, I can tank on a warlock and that's really fun to me and stuff. And I'm like, well, you could, you, they could just add that to retail, right? They could just go, oh yeah, we're going to make a new spec for, for warlocks and they can tank now. But I don't think it would be as exciting. Like it, it wouldn't capture people's imagination the same. Hmm. And it feels Dolan. like, is it the transitory nature of Season of Discovery which makes it fun? It's like, yeah, you can tank as, as a warlock for a short time only. And this is why you get, and you know, you need to make a new character for it. And you're starting again from scratch. I feel like, the starting a new character and it almost feeling like a, a Diablo three season or something in a way in that, in that respect in the, you know, I feel, does it, that add to the enjoyment of it? Cause I feel like you could just do a I, lot of this stuff with retail and it wouldn't be as fun. Probably for a lot of people. Cause uh, obviously seasonal content is very popular. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of seasonal content. It's, it's funny. Like if you go back and you watch like my co-stream of BlizzCon I was like, man, nothing, nothing kills my, my excitement for a game faster than the word season. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then season of discovery comes out and I'm like, I'm <laughs> sitting there, I'm going, Oh shit, I'm gonna have to eat my hat. Cause this sounds really cool. But I, for me, it's it, like, I'm, I come and go from wow. Cause it, it's, it like, I've played it long enough that when I'm not interested, I just stop playing at this point and I have the freedom to do so. Cause luckily I, you know, in my content diet, I can play other things. Um, but for me, I, I really think it comes from the limited scope of vanilla. Yeah. Vanilla is, is so, you know, you have the two continents um, and there is a lot of content. Um, but at the same time, it is, it is so focused that a small change feels like a bigger difference than in retail where there are just so many things going on that I think making, like adding a handful of new abilities to each class wouldn't feel like nearly as big of a deal in retail as it does in the vanilla setting, just because it's a much more focused experience. This is really interesting to hear because it just, it just reminds me of how, well, I, I never played vanilla. Right. And, and so I, I haven't really touched classic either. Right. I love hearing about season of discovery, but I've always, I've, I've, I've there's, there's a, there's like a block for me where I'm like, should I, should I just, log in and play some classic and I don't I think it's because at the end of the day like classic and retail are just just such entirely different experiences they really like, sometimes are. It's, I find that easy to forget because it's like it's wow it's wow it's like well it is and it isn't right and so you're getting things out of you know classic that that is just that don't even like cross my mind as something that I want out of world of warcraft like what I want out of world of warcraft is to like spend my traders tenders on cute little outfits 
which makes me think maybe I should get back to playing Final Fantasy. <laughs> oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. If you like that, let me tell you about Final Fantasy fourteen. Right, yeah. um, um, no, but, but. It, it is just so interesting to hear that yeah, the the things that you want out of your World of Warcraft experience are just like so different from what retail has to offer at the minute. Yeah, yeah, and I well clearly that's a, a, the case yeah. for for a lot of people for other people as well, um, yeah, uh, as well yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, it, it is it is it is interesting to think about, and and you wonder like, is there room for a seasonal element to retail? You know, how do you, the, mm. the question is like, how do you recreate the, the the season of discovery magic in retail, right? And you know, it's not just a case of going, oh, warlocks can be tanks now. There is that element of you know. You need to start a new character, and I think I think that's that's part of the appeal for vanilla, uh, sorry, for classic in general as well. You know, this idea that, that there is a hardcore that take their character from have been playing the same classic character since uh, classic vanilla through classic TBC through classic classic Wrath now, but I think a, a much larger proportion of the player base are seasonal in in classic in that sense in that they come back when that raid that they used to like is back in or they come back when there is a new expansion and these new expansions are on different servers a lot of times so Mm -hmm. there is an understanding that they are going to start a new character to play this new classic expansion and that just would never fly in retail the idea that it's like oh we're doing this new thing in this new season you're going to need to start a new character for it the uproar understandably because people got 20 years in their characters (laughs) would be immense but I feel like you can't capture that magic like Season of Discovery has unless there is an implicit understanding that you will be starting a new character for it. So maybe there's a way of kind of changing people's mindset on that a little bit and go, no no one's asking you to abandon your your 20-year-old character, but we want to do something fun. And if you want to join in with that in retail, you kind of need to start a new character to do that. Mm. You know? I think a lot of that comes down to like how the the way they treat a new expansion in world of warcraft like you know here's here's your boost there's a feeling like everything that came before it doesn't matter yeah and Mm -hmm. so starting over again feels like it doesn't matter um to a certain degree and it was something i didn't think about until i'm going to make a final fantasy 14 reference until i started playing final fantasy 14 where they i think they've done Saying they've done a better job preserving things makes it sound like I feel like games must, and that's like the only way to do things. Frequently when we talk about both games over on our channel, I, I, I really try to hammer home for the audience that like I don't think one is better than the other. I think there's different ways, and both are valid to go about making an online game like this. But what World of Warcraft did, and I'm talking retail here, is kind of make their old content irrelevant until they got to time walking, and even then... That experience is nothing like that content was when it was current. Uh, for the most part, everything in time walking is still an absolute like face roll. Like it's very easy to get through that content compared to how it was back in the day. And you and there's no easy way to go back and experience it with any, I think, noteworthy amount of difficulty. Yeah. Like because mm-hmm. they, but over in Final Fantasy fourteen, you you can pull up the equivalent of the dungeon finder, choose whatever dungeon you want, and there's just a single filter that sits says mid-eye level and it whoop, it scales you down and while it's not absolutely one-to-one a perfect recreation of how difficult it was back in the day it is significantly more difficult than if you went in there unsynced with current gear and all that kind of stuff yeah. and so it's it's re- it's much easier to experience 
all of Final Fantasy XIV in order if that's how you want to play that game. And I, uh, whereas I think World of Warcraft, it's it's extremely difficult to experience the entire game in order. And I don't even, and they, they straight up don't encourage it. No, no. It's, uh, it's pretty much impossible. I, I think I to would do. be, I would be really curious about someone who just got into WoW and if they chose to start like with you know like, you know old school wow stuff like is it is it possible to like buy wow now start playing it and not start with dragonflight like could you just like well at some could- so so a new player at the moment would go into uh exiles reach mm-hmm. and then they would be forced into bfa content mm-hmm. so uh yeah. they would go into bfa and then the second they hit 60 or 61 i think it is now <laughs> the second they hit 61 well when they get 60 they'd get a pop-up saying you should go to the dragon isles no matter what they're doing so they're probably going to be like halfway through drustvar or something right or if they're if they're alliance or if they made the mistake of playing horde in in bfa i don't know like the the voldoon or something like that and then they'll get a pop-up saying hey you are now high enough to go and play dragonflight you should do that and they might do that, but if they don't, they've got max one level before they are physically ported out of BFA content and and put in Dragonflight. And then, yeah. you know, they can go back and they can start new characters and, and go through Chromie time. And, and But the same thing is going to happen. There's never really a chance to finish, forget the entire WoW story, there's n- never a chance to finish one particular expansion story, one mm. singular isolated expansion story. You just can't do it at level. It's it's literally not possible. We have had some data. Maybe this will interest you, Garrett. Ooh. We have had some uh, some data mining for. Uh, have you seen the roadmap for 2024? The uh, the World of Warcraft yes. uh, roadmap. So, yeah. um, something that's coming in uh, 10.2.7 is uh, an event called Pandemonium which we don't know anything about, but it's spelled pandemonium as in panda. Um, and we have had some data mining that suggests that it's going to be Mists of Pandaria main story quest time walking. It does seem like the, the, the story quests from Mists of Pandaria, so the through line that leads up to and including the Siege of Ogrimmar, it, uh, and, and taking in Thunder Isle as well while it happens. Um, and it's going to be at level time walking questing, seems to be the suggestion from the data mining, um, uh, to, to tell the story of, of Mists uh, up to and including uh, Siege. That's really cool. Uh, I, 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 would be very <laughs> I would be very into that. I'd very, yeah. I, I mean, I, I like your speculation. Yeah, because that, that's, that, that's it. And again, I, I wasn't saying... It was necessarily a bad thing. It's just that WoW seems to have decided the way they want to do their game is to kind of have each expansion kind of be its own self-contained story for the most part. It seems like what we're heading into really harkens back to BFA in a pretty direct way. But, um, you know, they just decided that's how they're going to do it. And so that's why I look at it and I'm like, I don't think seasonal at the moment enters a lot of our minds because... Honestly, if they just made you go back through and do the old stuff, it would feel new because a lot of players yeah. haven't done it. And that's yeah. the thing. And yeah. that and that's kind of uh, what a really good thing about Season of Discovery is as well, is that idea of, you know, people are asking in chat, what happens when you get to six or uh, 60 in Season of Discovery? What are they going to do? Are they going to... We don't know t- yet. Are they going to go... Yeah, well, that's, uh, that's exactly it. You're not going to start TBC. No, you're going to start it again, but just make different changes this time. And, and that's m- like... Just- maybe. Yeah. forever content right there people will do it i, I mean that's why is, private servers kept going for so long as well 
um, right. uh, before before I enjoy it so much. I, I want them to do like a, an altered reality expansion. Like, what if they didn't do BC next? Like, what if yeah. they just like added Northrend to the map and you go to Northrend before you go to Outland and they they populate it with like old crappy looking vanilla buildings and they tell some weird new story in North. Like, I, I want that. That's yeah. where I you on Classic I, Plus, yeah. That's mm. not where they're going, but God, I wish it's where they were going. Well, I I wouldn't bet against it, honestly. I I, I feel like the idea that they are tying it in with they are using it to tie into uh, the World Soul Saga and and what's coming up with uh, the War Within. I find that in itself a really interesting concept, and the idea of it being like an alternate past, uh, Azeroth and WoW. I yeah, I, I I'm I'm really into that. I like. I roll my eyes because I have to play it all whether I want to or not in a way. Um, and who has the time, man? I got two kids. But like, that's the only thing from a from a, a conceptual and artistic point of view and a gameplay point of view. Yeah, it sounds amazing. Sounds brilliant. Like, sounds like I have a lot of fun with that. Um, but then, you know, there's no, I, I feel like there must be room for that in retail as well. I feel like, I, and I, I'm really interested to see how this pandemonium thing kind of plays out because mm. if it is a chance to just play through old stories and enjoy them and allow people to do that, I, I think that's going to be fantastic. And Blizz have the opportunity to do the funniest thing ever, which what is make is? the final boss of Siege of Ogrimmar, not Garrosh, double agent. The guy that leveled up to max level every yeah. single every single expansion. The guy that he started a panda. He's never he's never chosen horde or alliance because oh, he avoids right, the guy. final yeah, quest yeah. and he just levels up every single expansion by picking herbs on the wandering isle. Right. That dude needs to be the final boss of pandemonium. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Like mm-hmm. it'll be that awesome. Is... And we destroy that motherfucker because he, he he's got nothing. He's got nothing. He has but no it's... abilities. Yeah. Just just it's... heals from. Eating eating his yeah, herbs totally. it's just like throws plants at you just throws flowers at you um, it, it, but uh, talking about all this stuff it, it, it's funny like looking through trying to understand like the the story and the lore of 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 world of warcraft and especially like so many new players coming in are like i don't I'm, i have no idea what any of this means or what is happening or who you're referencing like you even get you know current quests where they're like you know you're flying to Gilneas and they're like oh by the way this is a Scarlet Crusade here's an info dump about the Scarlet Crusade because you probably don't know them if you haven't played the game right and um it just it's it and because we're talking to you Gary I can't help but think about well one your hair but two um <laughs> Final Fantasy and uh, uh, like my I haven't finished Shadowbringers, like I'm. Boo, just, boo, fake. Hey, well, I haven't finished Shen Walker yet, no, so no, no, it's no. okay. It, one, because I don't feel like I have to finish it. I don't feel constrained by like an end game cycle. I don't feel like I have to get there and then you know yeah, do calm. do what I do. Um, but also because like my my memories and my experience of Final Fantasy was um, it's so like linear, and I can think of every like expansion as like its own story, like very contained, like. Oh my God, Heavensward, like it, I, I still think about Heavensward all the time. Um, and, but I don't think of WoW in that like same manner, even though I've played it like through expansions and each expansion has its own kind of, you know, set world and storylines. Like it's, it's it, because it's, it's so muddled and just as like a new player coming into Final Fantasy, you go through this like linear experience. I'm sure there are other ways to do it, but. Oh, they have boosts. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I 
don't know why you would, because it seems like uh, people, I thought it was weird when I was getting in and people were like, oh, no, 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 no. The story is like the experience. That's mm-hmm. what you're here for. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? I want to raid. Yeah. Get me to max. Let's go. And then, yeah. and then I was like, okay, I started going through the story. And a lot of people, and I'm in the camp, think Realm Reborn is slow. And I was in that camp too. But mm-hmm. I kind of just had at it like a slow burn book. You know, I wasn't making content about it. And eventually I got really invested. So, yeah. Um, although I, I did almost like leap out of my skin. Uh, Shadowbringers is really good, Abby. You should, you should at least get to the first end. You should oh. get to the first set of credits. I feel, oh, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I, and, and that's, that's, that's on my, it's on my to-do list and maybe we'll, we'll have to talk to you more about Final Fantasy, like more in depth sometime. Um, but it does make, it just, all this does make me think like that, you know, they're two very different games, but I feel like that WoW could take some of these lessons about how to kind of deliver a new player experience and how to create like just a just like kind of a coherent line through. I know that's hard with an MMO. Yeah, it's something they've never decades, managed. But they've never, uh, they've no. never managed yeah. just like a line through. Whereas like I, f- I, I have felt that before in Final Fantasy. I have not really felt it in WoW, and I feel like I'm kind of like grasping. It's funny because I, I do think of past expansions as as having their own story arc. Like I, I, I remember my Legion experience yeah. as a yeah. singular thing, and I remember the story of Legion as a singular thing. Likewise with Warlords of Draenor and Mists and and BFA. Like, I remember them as individual stories and experiences. But, of course, that's because I was there at the time. Mm. And, like, I was there playing them live as they were released. If you were starting the game now or if you'd skipped one of those expansions, there's no way you have that. No, you never experience it. Exactly. I think think BFA, for me, is when it started feeling like like just like a cliffhanger factory. Oh, yeah. Mm. yeah. Everything just kind of led into the next which to a certain degree i do like and uh 14 does it with because they have very um predictable patches for people that don't play that game they kind of have like every expansion has five and change patches and every patch has a new little chunk of story and usually point three wraps up the current expansion and then point four and five sets up the next yeah Mm -hmm. um and so I, 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 there's, I think there's a little bit of similarity there. I think the big difference is that um, WoW tends to put a lot of its closure in raids. And the, the main closure usually doesn't come until a raid pretty deep into the patch rollout of the expansion. Whereas when I, I was really surprised when I picked up 14 and got to like the first end of an expansion that there was credits. And I yeah. felt like I saw a whole story. Before there was, I even got to the end game of what, or what would have been the end game of that, of that expansion. And now I really like that. And when Metzen came out on stage and was like, three story arc, all this, bringing back all these characters. I'm like, okay, this is cool. But could, could I please, could I, could I please feel like I have a chapter closed when I hit mm. whatever the new level cap is? I would love that. I would love to yeah. not feel like mm. I just like, I need to play this game for the next two years to, to get the end of this expansion story. Well, that's, that's um, my hope for the World Soul Saga is because, yeah. um, I feel like it's kind of Brechtian, right? To put out this is the next three expansions. These are what this is what they're about. Like the war with it, they haven't just given us titles. They've gone. This one is about this. This one is about this. This one is about this. To the extent that you can, you can pretty reasonably through an educated kind of you know and knowledge of the game and characters, kind of make some pretty feasible guesses of where the story is going in each in each expansion. I'm mm. sure you know there'll be lots of we'll all be wrong, but you know you're not making anything up. The, 
the, the kind of predictions you're making are kind of based on quite reasonable assumptions and 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 kind of speculations and i think my hope is that will actually free the story up from yeah what i would describe as cliffhanger bloat which is definitely something that bfa and shadowlands really suffered from this idea of it's like oh what is going on and it's like i don't know why don't you fucking tell me that's what i'd like to know <laughs> but how else do you i would like story? to know what is going on yeah tell me how else do you deliver a story in like kind of time get it intervals without us I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that that's because a thing, be, be, like, be, because you, you can always have like the overarching thing of like i don't want so so i i guess this is it right hmm. i want the question that i ask to be Ooh, what happens next? The question that I was asking in Shadowlands and BFA was, what is going on? And those are two different questions. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. every well new said. chapter of the story yeah, that came yeah. out in BFA and Shadowlands, I was like, hopefully this will explain what's going on. And at no yeah. point was I like, I can't wait to find out what happens next. Mm -hmm. I was always like, hopefully this is the patch that explains stuff. Right. And it never yeah, did. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's yeah. really different. <laughs> and no, and no, the reason right, they didn't right, explain yeah. anything in BFA, <laughs> the reason they never went, oh, this is why Sylvanas is doing this, is because they did not know. They didn't know. The no, reason exactly. they didn't, they didn't reveal no who sylvanas is working with is because they did not know and it was so obvious that that you 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 know like yeah. as a player it's so exactly clear, and, like, and likewise like, oh. you know they the reason we never found out what the the jailer's overall like intention was is because they still don't know they still never decided because that's not the story they actually wanted to tell and yeah that's i i feel like that is really important mm. i i i want to be left feeling like what happens next not what is going on and i feel like because we know what's going on in world soul saga to a certain degree you know we know what the overall kind of concept of the story is sort of about and 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 then hopefully that will free us from something i asked Terran gregory when i we had our interview with him straight after the announcements was do you know the ending of the world soul saga and he got I love Terran, like personal friend, right? But he got very defensive. And do you think that's fair to say? Yeah, he uh, went and, like, and he was oh. like, you know, I can't tell you that. And I was like, no, 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 no. I, I, so I'm not, not, I'm not asking you what the ending is. I'm asking if, for me, I thought that was a softball question. I thought like I was setting that one up and he was going to hit that out of the park. And I was giving him an opportunity to say like, hell yeah, of course we know the ending. And you know, mm -hmm. how we get there, it, 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 things are going to change and things will develop and evolve. But we wouldn't start a trilogy like this without knowing the ending. We wouldn't start on this journey without having a fair idea where we're going to fit. I, I was giving him the opportunity to be like JK Rowling, go, yeah, I wrote the ending to this series on a piece of paper 10 years ago. And I put it in a safe and you know everything's okay, just I wasn't sure where you were going with that one okay like all right that. cool um and and that's what i was uh, that's what I was, I was giving him the opportunity to reassure people basically after bfa and shadowlands mm -hmm. that no one of the advantages of setting up a trilogy like this is we do actually know the ending um and because i think he misunderstood the question and thought i was trying to like a catch him out, out or something yeah, by yeah. the way i felt I like think... we didn't get an answer to that really no. <laughs> but I, my I hope think is you, that there is i think you solved um hollywood for a very specific fandom i think jj abrams should now be required to answer that question before yeah. he's ever allowed to make anything ever again totally totally absolutely and, and not only that but like for you know it's like jj 
love your work. Uh, just, just turn that flare off for a second. I'm trying to look at you. Nice one. Uh, but um, JJ, like, I know we're only making one movie here, but I want you to write the ending for three movies in advance, just in case. Just in case, JJ. Okay? <laughs> like, that'd be really good. Thanks. You would see his eyes turn into the Windows blue screen if you asked him, do you, do you, do you have an ending? <laughs> JJ's eyes haven't worked since like the mid 2000s just constant lens flare the whole it, it time it does yeah he does suffer from out. like he can't see yeah, anything overexposure to lens flare yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah so that, that's my hope with World Soul Saga is mm. that you know we, we're not we're not thinking one expansion at a time that was Afrasiabi's thing right was like every expansion is the last expansion you know that's why you can burn down Teldrassil without having to think like what effect is that going to have long term on the world and the story well, that was the start of an expansion we'll, we'll worry about that when we get there like you know and and that's great for moments and that's great for well the reason i think blizz loved afrasiabi and he got away with so much was that's great for marketing right say what you like about the burning of teldrassil and and all that but mm. there has not been so much hype in the build-up to a wow expansion i don't think ever as bfa honestly i think the amount of discourse and discussion and kind of input and engagement from the community into every moment of the build-up to pre-patch of that expansion honestly was it the, i've never seen the community so engaged and every little minutiae of the story and, and and the game as they were um in the build-up to bfa and yeah because you create big moments and then don't think about what you're going to do about them um and i i like the idea that we are telling a story in in literally three acts right you know uh with with world soul saga so my 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 hope is that we can avoid yeah I, I really like how you how you put it like cliffhanger itis really um or, yeah yeah because it gets to a stage you know, again, where you're just you're... like oh okay you don't know it, mm -hmm. it reaches the lost stage pretty quickly you know where you lose faith yeah. and you're and you're like well i don't think you really know why the polar bear was there you know yeah, it can and, work and either if you didn't way know like... why the polar bear was there i'm not interested in finding out because it's be some bullshit you made up later you know <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it bo both can work. Like, it, it's a criticism levied at the new Star Wars trilogy at nauseum. Uh, and I always love when I get into arguments with my friends because I kind of like the first two of the new three movies. The third one is absolute bunk. Um, but I, I, I'd like to remind them, like, you know that they just made up the original trilogy, right? Like, they had no idea where it was going. Bah, like, bah. That's why they had Luke smooch Leia, and yeah. there's no reference to Vader being Luke's dad in A New Hope, and... Like, they just made it up. The only Star Wars trilogy they actually planned all the way through was the prequels. And everyone unequivocally loves those movies and thinks that they're perfect, right? Oh, yeah. So oh, it's not always... It feels like Wow Killer. We're talking about the prequels. <laughs> oh, shit. Wow Killer is It's back. a good back example of... Back in the Wow Killer group. Here we go, fam. We finally got there. Oh, okay, buckle it's up. A, I yeah, see it I as a good got, example of... I've got of... my Wow Killer bingo here, and we've got <laughs> ba Batman's nipples, J.J. Abrams, and... Uh, yeah. And, and, the, and the... Yeah, there we go. And uh, the... Right, there we go. All right, can Star we talk Wars, about mid-2000s emo now? Can I, we, yeah, yeah. I can leave now. Can we get... <laughs> can we get into mid 2000s I, I use it as a good example of a, a trilogy planned and a trilogy not planned because yeah, it has yeah. both yeah fair fair yeah, but sure. I, I would argue that the original star wars trilogy as a trilogy is terrible like it's it's not a good trilogy you know they're they're three movies of varying quality but which are stone cold classics obviously but it's not a good trilogy it's a it's a terrible trilogy <laughs> um uh and and but then yeah you could argue that 
the the prequels are a good trilogy but it doesn't make them good movies i guess so yeah maybe i should be worried about the world soul saga maybe, maybe oh, uh, right yeah, if you're using exactly. that metaphor then mm-hmm. yeah but then but here's the thing so here's the thing like the pe- these days the the star wars prequels apparently everyone really loves them now apparently people only have good words to say but you know the amount of times i have to correct people and be like no everyone hated those movies when they came out like yeah, they were yeah, they, annihilated. They, you had grown men crying in the street, <laughs> like at those movies. They were the worst. Well, these days, and, I mean, let let's be honest. We we all start crying. We're all. It's very easy to make us cry. Yeah. As <laughs> as a grown man, but, let me tell you, I get up in arms about easily. Those movies, especially especially when Attack of the Clones came out, and it was like, yeah. oh no, the first one wasn't just unlucky. <laughs> this is just <laughs> this is just what they're doing. <laughs> you know yeah yeah, yeah. i i love i personally love episode three i understand i i agree with all the criticisms and and uh, but it, i don't care a good romp yeah uh but it's it's uh it's a shame uh but uh anyway my hopes still are high for uh for the world soul saga and um everything that kind of comes with it uh from a storytelling point of view um and especially if it means that we get a, a quicker cadence and, and something that actually i, I was going to touch on as well because you brought up the final fantasy 14 style of um kind of the story whereby uh you know the the, the kind of there is a complete story to a certain degree told in the release game you know an expansion goes live you can play through a satisfying story with a satisfying it's, it's, conclusion. it's like it's like buying a book in a series yeah like yeah. you you pay like no one buys box products anymore but if you came home with your your box of your expansion it's just as if you came home with like book two of the hunger games yeah. you're going mm-hmm. to sit down and have a full experience before the next chunk of story comes and out. then yeah and then the next couple of patches uh up to point three usually if my memory serves me right is 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 kind of building on that and and kind yeah. of you know and and it's not like they're wrapping it up it's it's you know to, like to, to a that. Uh, <laughs> yeah exactly and, so the real ending is usually three, and then they usually yeah. have a patch or two just kind of like leading into the next expansion which i i, I find really interesting and that is something that, that dragonflight has done uh, and has been doing as well which is not so much a complete story uh in the launch game although you could argue it was a bit better than usual you know the it, it, the the story that was being told in the uh leveling zones of trying to find the oath stones and stuff was literally concluded uh before the first raid they went oh that's not gonna work damn so not particularly satisfying conclusion but it was concluded and 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 then we did the raid and we defeated the baddie that we had been chasing throughout all of the leveling and and you know she released her brothers and sisters and they went off but the story that was being told throughout the the leveling was you know brought to some kind of conclusion mm. um which okay it's no big deal but compared to most wow expansions it was it was noticeable right and then uh what we've had now in uh i i, I think the extra patches that you've had throughout dragonflight the instead of just having a 0.5 patch having a 0.5 and a 0.7 what you've had is the 0.7 has often led into the story of the next patch really well um and and that's what they've been doing uh in the conclusion um of the story as well we had uh 10.2 which presented the story of the final raid and you defeat the final boss and then everything since then has been epilogue and wrapping up story and you know we've still got two patches to go before 
the pre-patch for uh, The War Within. Mm -hmm. And very clearly, those are being used to lead into the story of War Within. So you can tell just by the names of the patches, right, Um, that that's what they're doing. So it is nice that we are are getting that. And I, I feel that's definitely a cue that they've taken from final fantasy 14 you know to the extent where i've I've actually started saying now um and this is more because of the fun experience i had with borders gate 3 uh but it does harken back to final fantasy 14 as well i think we're at a stage where honestly yeah i would like to see credits roll on a wow story Mm -hmm. like i i'm i'm really into that i think it would really help i think at the end of the epilogues that we just had some credits rolling would genuinely just kind of help this feeling of you have just had a story. Sometimes it doesn't hurt just to tell people that they've just done a story. Yeah, well done. To, you just to, had a story. To literally nice. have like the Heavensward book yeah. being read to you. Yeah, and then closed. And, then and it's closed. like, well, there yeah, you go. It's on the nose, but but I love it, right? It works. It makes me feel, it gives me a sense of like closure. Yeah. The closure yeah. is really nice because there's still so much game. Like, like yeah. no one... Whether you like WoW or don't like WoW, I don't I don't think you can in good faith argue that it doesn't have content. It doesn't have things yeah. for the players to go and do yeah. after you've kind of wrapped up the initial, you know, leveling and, and raid structure. There's still a lot to do. Yeah. And so yeah, during kind of the BFA through Shadowlands years, it kind of felt like I'm like, Do you just not trust that I care enough to come back? Do you do you have to drag me along with with cliffhangers and again it's personal like i I, i'm not the biggest cliffhanger fan in general and i will admit that but um, it's kind of where media it's it's interesting if you look at it in the context of what all media was doing at the time it was like looking back on it we can see now that it was very much like the netflixification Mm. of media and that was you know that's how netflix works traditionally it's that thing of the whole season has come out at once uh, well, I guess HBO kind of started it with, you know, like with with Breaking Bad and stuff, but very much the idea was, you've got to always finish on a big moment that's going to make you go, oh, you know, mm-hmm. and, and Netflix it, took that yeah. to an extreme degree um, because then you had the internet discourse to go along with it as well. So the idea is it's like your season that comes out, every episode has to finish on a what a fur moment not only because that makes people want to come back and watch it, but because that sparks online conversation. And the online conversation is so important, like the, the presence yeah. uh, of, of any show or whatever. And you could see that happening in, in, uh, in WoW at the time. Yeah, I mean, you could, I also think you can have both. You can have, an, like, um, I think Avengers did it mm-hmm. good, very well with uh, Infinity War and Endgame. Like, Infinity War has a, a cliffhanger that didn't affect me at all because i'm like they're all coming back but that movie is also like a full arc for thanos like there's there's a full arc in that movie so i still felt satisfied even though at the end i don't feel so good i'm like seen this a million times <laughs> but and then but i still wanted to go and see the next one so i don't know like, it, to me it depends on the severity like uh, i think of like the negan days of walking dead for like the most egregious like not respecting me <laughs> cliffhangers like we don't think you'll come back so he's about to kill somebody but we'll see you in a year so you find out who he kills and i'm like that is ooh, ooh! i just wanted to like throw a brick through my television <laughs> <laughs> yeah no totally but um i i yeah i i think um it was definitely something that was happening a lot at the time and i think something that um I, 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 I'm not into blaming individual people, but I think uh, 
and I'm not I'm not sure this is even it, but we know that Steve Denuza came from a, a background of. I feel like one of the reasons that Steve Denuza was taken on was because of his background in kind of like newer media, hmm. and and that's it's possible and it's only speculation because I don't know. And thousands of different hands touch the story and and shape the story, which is maybe one of the problems. But you know, it's possible that steve newser felt this is why i was brought on this is what I, you know this is what we're doing this is what they want this is what i want mm-hmm. you know who knows but I, it, looking back it does feel like uh yeah it was it was cliffhanger blow it was like always a cliffhanger never any answers and you're seeing this with uh with uh destiny 2 at the moment there's a lot of anger around destiny 2's latest update because again you're just it, it, people are just like when are you gonna answer these questions in the story where it, it gets to a point where we just don't believe that anything means anything because it's when there's just cliffhanger after cliffhanger and i yeah i feel like a literal credit sequence can really help with that sometimes mm-hmm. you know yeah and you can always have fun with a post-credit be... sequence right <laughs> bungie used to be good at both too like halo yeah. one and three fantastic closure halo 2 one of the most like i cannot believe you just did that to me cliffhangers i can remember in in my life I, like i remember staying up late on launch night being like wait that's the ending to this to this game you you bastards <laughs> um but like one and three have really good closure and so did all of like the three like odst and reach like they, they were good at like sticking a landing in my opinion yeah. but um yeah, I don't know. It's 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 interesting. also like wow, like the devs they deserve credits, man. Like respect those devs. Yeah, well, throw, actually, the, throw their names up on the screen. Yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. it's definitely true. And uh, yeah, I and, and but I I think like compartmentalizing the the wow story would definitely help i i feel like uh chromie time kind of threatens to do that but then doesn't do it properly in in that it ports people out when they hit max level like when they hit level yeah you know and it would be nice just to be able to play through a whole story of an expansion even just for fun Mm -hmm. you know forget like new players and, and leveling and stuff like that I wouldn't if if I could just go back and play the story of Wrath or, or of Legion of or of Ward or whatever, and the whole story, so not just like the leveling part, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. get it in order yeah. and get put through dungeons and stuff, which we have the tech for now, mm-hmm. um, then that would be great. Uh, quite apart from how much it would benefit new players and stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. So is what it is. There we are. Uh, we have to, before before we finish today, we have to talk some like live WoW news, right? So I know you just said that you really, really hate the trading post. It's not that I hate it. It's that and I don't it's not really your find thing. it engaging. <laughs> and yet you play Final Fantasy XIV. This is the thing. Um, <laughs> Wait, I've what, seen what you play. Is that? This what do you mean thing, by right? that? Your, your run through is on the internet, right? I well, play, I, I've seen thing, you play Final Fantasy fourteen. I know what your character looks like in Final Fantasy fourteen right now. I know what they're dressed as right now. So you can't pretend to me <laughs> that you don't care about this stuff. Oh, wait, just dressing up? Yeah, it's Garrett's, Garrett's character right now is literally wearing like 80s uh like skin no that's kyle's shades. character how oh, dare you okay, how yeah. dare you back, kyle sorry. has the fashion sense of like a, a blind mole underground <laughs> i however know exactly how to make my character look like the coolest warrior of light that ever lived 
Yeah, how dare, I am offended. How dare you I, I confuse take, my fashion it sense it's for all, Kyle? It does sound like you're kind of just blaming the guy that isn't here, but okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> As if I wouldn't he's not be there. We know he's there. Bad. We know he's there. We know he lives yeah. with you now. Um, but yes. uh, it is uh, February the 1st, which means that the new trading post is up. The new trading post is out, and I, uh, I've i had a, a, a quick look online. So this is going to be really interesting. As someone who professes not to l- like the trading post, not be interested by it at all, um, and, you know, no one counts it as real gameplay or, or content, but I do have to admit that i look forward to it every single month i look forward to seeing what's going to be on there every month and what i can buy with my tendies me too i also look forward to it and i look forward to being disappointed and i and going <laughs> is so, that why, that's how you ended up married to yeah, me well yeah right it's so like I, oh if i marry this guy i can wake just, up disappointed just, just every endless. day that's the dream so, so i i love that it exists so the thing you know obviously it's not going to appeal to everyone every month and it it has not appealed to me for months and months on end. So uh, I have built up like a, a, a trove of tendies, which oh, I am yeah. looking forward to blowing on uh, February. On Valentine's Day. On, yeah. I always look forward to Valentine's Day for the exact same reasons. Yeah. Uh, but I am going to like switch my screen here. Wow. Um, wow. <laughs> um, hang on. Uh, uh, so yes, yeah, so I, 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 am, I am like delighted and thrilled by the Traders Tender stuff this month. I... <laughs> it is it is totally up my alley uh, oh good really because yeah. i mean it is all uh, and I, I don't see if you're i don't know if you're seeing this on your screen garrett now but i am oh, I can see it. Yeah, and look how popular too. it is garrett look how kicking yeah. wow is yeah. right now now one thing People i will have to say game. i have to every time i log into wow which is you know every day but i do have to say the death of WoW has been greatly exaggerated. There are people everywhere all the time. I know I'm at the trading post right now, but I mean in, in the capital and stuff as well. Um, but look, look at this. You tell me that this doesn't excite you. Okay, Garrett. And uh, let's have a look now. Let's see what you have to offer this month. Yeah. Dude, we've got this rocket, the two-seater rocket for 100 tendies. <laughs> Unbelievable. This is the old recruiter friend rocket, right? Yeah, like really old. So this is, and you can tell by the fact it's like as as high res as, you know. It still looks great. And it's a two-seater. It's a two-seater rocket. It's an absolute I do remember when I got this back in the day thinking, ooh, nice texture work, Blizzard. Yeah, right? And now I'm looking at it and I'm like, yep. This is 100 tenders. I could buy 15 of these. (laughs) <laughs> if they let me which they won't so yeah this is the recruiter friend uh the old recruiter friend thing i i as far you know usually when they do this with an old mount people get upset but i think pe- everyone's really happy about this because they were clever enough to basically make it free exactly uh, exactly yeah. you've got a mannequin charm for 10 tenders turns you into a mannequin uh, creepy. Look, at this. look at you <laughs> oh you can recreate the jailer's death scene anytime you want <laughs> Adorable. What is too cold? Gary's no what we're talking about. It's better that way. Okay, <laughs> and, and then we get into the proper stuff. So, I, I, I might take, take it that you are quite into the trading post this month. I, uh, I'm absolutely episode. loving it. This is. Okay. You've got the friends of the, the, the reigns of the friendship fur fox. Foren- excuse me. I don't, fur friendship fox. Telling. Yeah. Uh, which is a, it's a pink fox. What do you think about that, Garrett? What do you think about that? Uh, that seems very Final Fantasy fourteen to me. <laughs> Yes, I'd be, I'd be so excited if this was something I had to kill a boss for. <laughs> okay. Oh okay. oh, okay. Oh, okay. No, fair, fair. <laughs> Do you feel like that um, when it comes to uh, 
Final Fantasy fourteen though, because there's there's like the store in Final Fantasy fourteen is it's big, right? There's, oh, there's yeah, a lot yeah, of stuff in yes. that store. Yes, it's it's it is quite it is quite popular. And, it, you, and this is a, I do not want to be misunderstood. Um, just being able to like get gear either from a money store, like an in-game store with in-game currency, I don't really like it in any game. Um, hmm. I, I, if like to me, I've looked I, I anytime I see something like this, and I've thought this way like ever since they added the money store to WoW because that was my first experience uh-huh. with it. I know it exists in a lot of games, Final Fantasy XIV included. I look at that and go, look at all the content they just didn't put in the game. Well, I feel <laughs> like Because if you just add too. things I want to things I can go do in-game, as yeah. opposed to making it something I just right-click on. Well, the, that, the argument is, of course, that you, you do earn tendies from doing stuff in-game. So, like, you do it by killing bosses and, and completing world quests and things like that. It is, like, very naturally occurring stuff. There are kind of small challenges you can do to get mm-hmm. more. Um, and something they're doing this month is that they are... This is news, right? We're, this is a news show, sure. Yeah. Um, they're introducing an extra set of kind of challenges at the end of this month uh specifically to earn more tenders at the end right. so there's gonna be an extra 500 tenders on offer this that, month for, for and, and the new challenges at the end of the month that they're yeah. just introducing in the final week um but yeah that, you know you do get some for free just for turning up but then half of them you get and and also your traveler's log which has a, a nice reward at the end of it is essentially like a free battle pass right you, you complete challenges you yeah. fill it up you get more tendies that way and then you get rewarded something at the end so it's not the same as completing a raid it's not the same as completing a quest line but it is stuff that you do have to do gameplay for, which is why I have so many more tenders than Evertel and so many more tra- tra- uh, traders, travelers log rewards Excuse as me. well. I, you don't have more tenders than than I do. I have more than you because I've been hoarding. Yeah, them. you do have, but I, I more tenders have passed through my hands. It's true. It's true. Um, <laughs> and I have completed more travelers logs than you as well. Oh yeah, uh, God, yeah. I haven't done most of them to be honest. We have the uh, oh, we've got this this uh, Valajar transmog set. Do you like this? This is leather. Is do it, you have any characters that can wear leather? Yes. Oh, you do? Yeah. Who? I don't play them, but I have, <laughs> but I have them. They exist. I like this. I think this is legit. I could go for this. That's cute. This is really cool. Very uh, cool. You've got uh, a longbow in the shape of a heart. Now, I know you oh, like hunters, Evie. Love that. I know you love that. Uh, and that's, that's that's like a goth ridiculous. one. And you've got like a cutesy one as well. Oh. Got like a Kingdom Hearts one. That's yeah. nice. Then you've got uh, a back piece, which is a nice bow. Look at that. It's nice, yeah, isn't it? Bow. That's cute. Yeah. Uh, and then Adorable. you've got some pets. I never bother with those. Mm-hmm. You got a crown. Check out this crown. Look how nice the crown is. Love the crown. That strikes me. How as dare quite you fine. steam past the pets? That's like the only thing I'm interested in. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I freaking love like the pets, pets man. Yeah. <laughs> that's adorable how dare you with how do you apologize to bugsy right now bugsy i'm so sorry (laughs) you're my fave bugsy you're my fave and in fact i don't want to i i i love you so much i don't want to keep you you know trapped in my in my pet tab i want you to be free i want you to roam and that's why i'm not going to buy you from the trading post just because i care about you uh look a pink sword that's nice isn't it look double bladed sword love it i bet you love that i do that's so up your alley (laughs) but because it's pink yes all of this stuff it's all girl stuff right girls love (laughs) pink girls love hearts look at this stuff honestly seeing this stuff makes me want to like pick up my mage or like shadow priest again just so i can dress them in this um uh we've got a- another pet for you garrett look another little ladybug oh, nice. a red oh, one this different time. color 
different color. Beautiful. Cute. Uh, more staves, lots of staves with hearts on. Um, some more of these uh, kind of monk or blade master style, uh, call it balls, beads around your neck. Be- yep. Which is pretty cool. Get your, yeah. your thrall cosplay on. Yeah, well, exactly. And these these uh, beads, Garrett, they're chest pieces. So you, you could wear a shirt, you could wear a tabard under them, but you couldn't wear a chest piece with them. So, you know, you're kind of committing to a topless, topless character if you wear these beads, oh, which is kind of fun. Bold. Yeah. Very. Uh, you got some amethyst uh, axe. I don't really like the amethyst weapons too much, but... You know, this one's purple, obviously, kind of pinky purple. It's a pretty handsome axe. Yeah, yeah you got you got a, you got a wand with a heart on it. Cute. Uh, uh, you got a shield with a heart on it, which looks like a looks like a jammy dodger biscuit. I love that. Yeah, the jammy dodger shield. Uh, uh, dodger shield. I'm really into. You got uh, the the tw- you got a, a goth heart wand. <laughs> you got a, a, a purple priest. dress. You got this, uh, this. These are high res versions of the old scarab dresses. Oh, thank God! Um, finally, yeah, exactly. And this one's a, a purple version. You got a nice pink tabard. Tabards are always an instant buy for me. Really, I never buy tabards. Tabards are so cool for transmog. They are. I love non guild tabards. Oh, they are so cool, man. We've had like chainmail ones. We've had fur ones. Okay, the chainmail ones, we're, we're good. And do you know why, that, you know why I particularly love tabards? And I have said this before, but I haven't said it to Garrett. So this is like new content, right? <laughs> <laughs> is because now transmogs have come on so far in wow relatively that you get you know i would say every every major kind of transmog piece a chest piece will have like a 3d item on it like a 3d embellishment it might be a belt going over it it might be like a, a kind of extra sticky out kind of bit of armor or whatever and those 3d embellishments on chest pieces will go over tabards so you can put your chest piece on with your 3D elements on. You put a tabard on and the tabard will go underneath like the belt. It will cover the chest piece mostly, right. but the 3D bit, the, the belt or the kind of chunky kind of uh, collar bit or whatever, that will appear over the tabard. So it gives you excellent layering opportunities. It's really, really cool. Look, if I don't hide my armor now, you can see how like, yeah, it, well, okay, I'm not wearing a good bit of transmog for it, but, no, but if I was wearing, like, the shirt... Oh, you got the, the shoulder bit. Over it, it would, yeah, neck yeah, bit. It's, it's really yeah. cool, and I like it. It's just excellent transmog potential. Mm-hmm. You've got some purple condom gloves. Uh, you've got some flowers, because it's Valentine's Day. Right. Some scabby, quite, quite... If I bought you these flowers for Valentine's Day, Evie, what would be your, your reaction? I, I would... Uh, you, I would, You would not see my reaction, because you'd be... <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're, the they're, would be they're not face. great looking uh a sarong purple sarong we're really into our sarongs at the moment in, in the trading post apparently yeah, and fine. uh okay the shoulder cape this is great Come on, look at that look at that shoulder this cape. is awesome okay i'm huge on this so you could wear this shoulder cape who doesn't love that with a cloak with a, a cloak of the same color mm-hmm. and it just makes the cloak go over your shoulders this is a transmog uh thing that we have been no these this is not a cloak this is so it's a shoulder. This yeah. uh, in Blizzard's blue post that they put out, ah. telling us about things. They accidentally called this a cloak. Ah! And we were going through it on stream yesterday, and I was like, uh. "That!" And they were like, "No, Tally, it's a cloak. It's a cloak." And I was like, "That's a misprint. One hundred percent, those are shoulders." And I, I just want to say, I've been proven right because they are shoulders, which means you can transmog them just onto one shoulder. Oh. Of course. Yeah, because you can do one shoulder uh, at a time and transmog these days. So you can have this just going over one shoulder. On. Um and then and then obviously it gives you the the cloak 
I think the cloak is actually available in the trading post. This You could combine it with the cloak of the same color, which should be going down the center, mm -hmm. and it just gives you a cloak going over your shoulders. It's going to be okay. cool. It's going to be really good. And if this is a thing that appears every month on the trading post yeah. in different colors, yeah. this is like a, an instant buy. Yeah, that's a, that's 75 Traders Tendi bargain. Worth it. It's going to be so good. I like it a lot. Uh, and yeah, it's going to look great on my armor. Oh, yeah. Look at that. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So cool. Uh, you have some returning things like the spiky shield and a, a red sword. You have like the cloak and uh, hood. Uh, you have some nice wrist things. The corsages are back. The wrist corsages are back. There you Hooray. go. What do you think about that, Garrett? Did you not find that exciting? Was that, is that not go to the prom. kind of content that you want from your MMO? <laughs> I... I don't like the world we live in when I just like, I'm just not that into it. Everyone's like, wow, hater. I'm like, no, it just, it doesn't really just move the needle for me. Dude, it's different strokes for different folks, exactly. right? Yeah, when, and I, I completely understand. I'm I'm completely on your side that every mount that appears on the, the cash store or something like that uh, is a mount that I don't get to earn in game, mm. right? Technically, through the WoW token, you can because you can earn the gold to go and buy it in the store. Yeah, you, you bring up good points. Right, there's always that ways. argument, but, but I, I, and, I and generally agree that, yeah, it's it's something that sh is not included in the game when it could be. That's less so for the traders. Uh, the yeah, and I don't mind battle passes, post, but like, I do understand. I'm fine that. with them. I'm just kind of used to them, and it's not really a thing I like get hyped for these yeah. days. No, I, I guess yeah. I'm like, oh, I've seen uh, it and, before. And uh, the, the Traveler's Log reward this month is oh yeah oh surely a uh a final fantasy 14 player will appreciate that that this. looks that does look fffaf <laughs> like yeah. a proper a proper j-pop uh skirt on this one y'all have uh wow has the best hoods i have such hood envy when i return to world of warcraft from final fantasy i'm just like why can't i have hoods that connect to my armor oh, in right, final yeah. fantasy yeah. But they're on, all more the like flip head side, drapes. On the flip side, you can put on hats that don't make your hair disappear. So that is depending on what race you play. Don't oh, really? talk to. Oh, okay. Don't oh. talk to some hats are a really sore subject for certain players of. of, of oh no! What 14. are the races of Final Fantasy fourteen that make your uh, make your hair disappear? <gasps> I don't. I don't know the full list off the top of my head because I don't play any of them because I'm a boring person that plays a human. But um, I think the I think like the the lion people are one of the major offenders oh, of not being able to wear hats. Oh. Uh, I only, oh right, I only bunnies. Play... The bun, the bun people. The the Viera cannot yeah. wear hats either because they have those big majestic bunny ears oh, that come straight up off their heads. Tragic. Yeah. I'm oh. so sorry. Oh, and Vieras are the yeah. most dress up y like race in the game anyway. So no, yeah. that is me. such a wasted opportunity. My, my big beautiful Thylander lady. Is oh no, I only best. play Thylander. <laughs> Like that's that's it. That's all I play. Oh, or um, what are the big blue guys? I miss her stance. She's what so are the big strong. blue guys called in Final Fantasy fourteen? I've forgotten. We can make them blue. Are you talking about just the male version? Are you talking about Rose? Rose? Yeah, Rose. Oh, I, yeah. I only play they're both. They're both Thylanders. Yeah, sorry. Like Thylanders or Rose, nothing else. I don't touch any other race in Final Fantasy fourteen. But I love those those races dearly. They're yeah. wonderful. They're very important to me. It's so special. Um, but uh, they're the only ones I'll touch. Yeah, and they they look great in hats. They look great in everything. They look so because oh, yeah. they're so I mean, I mean, beautiful. I, 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 miss, I miss good glam. Like I miss I miss the glamour system because that is. A whole end game like oh it, really so. I, I actually find like transmog in wow much more satisfying than wow's mog system is better sets look better in final fantasy 14 yeah they look yeah. incredible but the actual system for transmogging i find much yes. more like elegant in wow oh yeah it's it's, um, it's simpler but i mean we, we can't i mean 
I, Mivanwi looks amazing. You've got a great transmog on, but I think uh, as a whole, I just love like stomping around, you know, uh, through like Gridania or whatever, and just looking at how good everyone looks. Yeah, true, true. The die but, system helps a lot. Oh, um, yeah. It's about oh, to get yeah. better. Absolutely. Because they're adding a second die channel. But yeah, WoW's Mog system is so much better. It's mm. like, it's not even close. We, um, what each, what, what WoW and 14 can take from each other is a popular topic in our chat room. I bet. Um, unless I we're bet. playing WoW and then everyone is usually yelling at me to stop playing WoW. <laughs> um, but, uh, and, and my answer is always, I wish if I had a magic wand, I would just give the, the transmog system to Final Fantasy 14. I, I know the devs from 14 have said like, oh, just Yoshi the way Kita the game is built, thing, that's yeah. straight up impossible, but, yeah. um, mm. Boy, it would be nice. Yeah. But I, I've I've read interviews with with Yoshi P where he's basically said the same thing. He's like, if I could just take anything from a different game and put it in my game, it would be WoW's transmog system. Yeah, definitely. But it's just can't. so convenient. Yeah, it's, mm. it's like not having to. My least favorite thing about fourteen is managing my glam chest. Like it's just it's it's a nightmare. <laughs> my least favorite thing about Final Fantasy fourteen is something that I will have to kind of engage with again soon, which is every time I forget the uh, password to my account, there's a fifty fifty chance I'm just going to have to start a new account. Because oh my god! Going well, through... well, actually, yeah. No, you know what? You know what? Objectively, the worst thing about Final Fantasy is 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 the Mog Station. Is yeah, the, the Mog website Station is, is you have to engage with to even start playing like, the game. Is... I swear to God, the original Space Jam website was better. Yeah, I, yeah. It's a circa, great website. It, it, Excuse me, that was excellent. But uh, yeah, no, like I remember the half day it took me to actually like buy the game and start playing <laughs> like yeah. through, through Mog Station. And I was like, I, how? Yeah, and, and I am on my third rough. Final Fantasy fourteen account right now. And I'm very, very worried because I can't remember my password right now. No, so, me too. So I, I never, last time about... I forgot my password and I sent them an email to recover my yeah. password. I This is not a lie. People think I make this up. But I got an email saying thank you for uh, asking for to reset your password. To solve this problem, all you have to do is log into your account <laughs> And it's like, no, that's my I issue. Can't. <laughs> I can't. Like, I can't log into my account. That's why I need to reset my password. And that was, I had to yep. start a new account. Yeah. That's what I had to do. I, now, now we know people who send us stuff from Final Fantasy 14 and who get us in at events and stuff. And they'd probably be able to sort us out. But back then we were nobody no. in that world, in that no, franchise. We even, couldn't do anything. Even for, for like the MVPs. it's I, like, So I've been, as we've been talking, I've been, you know, part of my brain has been fantasizing about like, you know, booting up the PS4 downstairs on the TV and like getting back on Final Fantasy in the evenings. And it, it occurred to me that I do not know my password and that's going to be <laughs> an issue. Well, there, there's your other situation situation to handle there's your problem so switch switch to pc and i and i know we would never ever advocate for using third-party software when it comes to final fantasy that would be illegal garrett if you just happen to go to github and search for 14 launcher and installed that that'd be so good wouldn't it you might be like oh no i tripped over something that that saves my password oh no (laughs) I would never do that, obviously, because exactly. third-party software is not allowed in Final Fantasy fourteen. Right, but right. Now but that I'm, I know I'm just saying, I will actively avoid that. Yeah, I'm. I'm. But I'm yes. be right back, that... blocking GitHub. Yeah. Like, yeah, totally. Yeah. Just so I don't accidentally do that. Yeah. My gosh. But um, yeah. So uh, here's the thing, Garrett. I'm not sure if you know this because, of course, you started playing Final Fantasy fourteen, you know, properly after we finished WoW Killer. But do you know that I'm childhood friends with Bethan Walker, who plays Alize? Have I ever told you that? No. Uh, literally. Why do you know so many famous people? When you told know. me you knew um, <laughs> like, Daredevil. Because when you're as unfamous as me, 
by comparison, everyone else is very famous, right? <gasps> Did, uh, the, no, I, yeah. I literally went to uh, high school with her. We were in the same uh, A-level drama class. We went to the same residential youth theatre. She's like literally one of my childhood best friends, as in someone who even if we hadn't spoken in years, I could telephone her right now. She would pick up well, and we would have a really lovely chat. That kind of friend, right? Um, um, can you invite her on my podcast? She's can been you, on my is stream. That is that something you could do, please? Uh, like, no, like legit. Alizé yeah, yeah, is seriously. one of I'll, my I'll, I'll, absolute favorite characters. She's really good with interviews and stuff, actually. So she probably would if you just say that. She probably would anyway, irrespective. But if, especially <laughs> if you said that you're, you're mates with us. I'm sure she would. Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess she's I great. She's brilliant. Like, um, and she's one of the best characters in that game. Oh, of course. And one of the oh, best performances absolutely. as well. Absolutely. Like she's a, a legit brilliant actor. And um, it was really nice to, to chat with her. And I'd, I'd like to do another interview when the next expansion comes out actually and, and uh, like record it properly this Ooh, time. Good thinking, but um, yeah, it'd be really yeah. nice. Um, and, and we keep getting invited to kind of uh, Final Fantasy fourteen events and stuff well, in we were London. Go to fan fest. Fan fest. We, we got can, invited to, yeah, and the only it. reason we would really go is to hang out with Beth and Walker, excuse right? Me, excuse <laughs> me. The only reason. Beth was yeah. fun as hell. I, know, I had a really it, it good time. Of, yeah. Uh, but um, and it, yeah, so uh, it's been it's been really funny because obviously I knew that she was a voice on Final Fantasy fourteen, um, and then playing through it all again properly was really sort of shocking to me because it just sounds like and i'm used to i know a lot of actors so i'm used to kind of seeing actors perform but for her because i've known her since we were literally kids it was it was it was kind of kind of strange um and you know she was voicing alizé for years before she got like any kind of clout from it mm. you know and then and then when the when the final fantasy 14 explosion happened a, f a few years ago you know it has changed her life mm. and and sort of you know changed her career and stuff and and yeah, yeah yeah it's 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 wild um how that's yeah, they had the big voiceover change in heaven's war which was the first damn expansion so she's mm -hmm, she's mm -hmm. been doing yeah LSA exactly for exactly ever, basically and my, my first playthrough of final fantasy 14 was during heavenswood when that was like current content um so i never really registered that it was you know that, that I, I never had experienced bethan's performance really um so it was uh, and, and so playing through the whole thing again a couple of years ago it was yeah it was really weird and and uh exciting and and thank goodness she's really really good uh in it as yeah. well because you know yeah um her arc with the little um a goblin dude at the, <laughs> in the stormblood patches like yeah, wrecked yeah. me Classic. i i my the the most hate i catch in our comments is for being sad about the wrong parts um, because <laughs> you know a lot of final fantasy 14 players believe that there are uh, correct emotions to feel at uh designated times 100 okay. Um, okay. okay. what i always found very hard with streaming it was i didn't react strongly enough to a lot of the things that people thought i should or you and didn't. He didn't like. Well, I didn't literally cry like, at certain points. Sure, yeah, exactly. Sure. So we and, just, and, we, we, It's very fresh for me because we just got to a part um, on Tuesday where we got we caught a bunch of that flack. We're like, why didn't you like? And I'm just oh, sitting here well, being I, like, why I, I've did been you? Watching your, your recent streams actually, and you are actually at the part in Endwalker Don't where I me. where I stopped. Don't spoil playing. me. Um, I was trying to finish Endwalker in one go, and I was I was uh, like uh, forty something hours into the stream. Um, I was like sleeping on stream and stuff. And then um, uh, Annie, our, our little boy, he got sick and, you know, had to look after him. So we had to c bump that on the head. And I just never got back into it because, like, wow, you started picking up and, and what have you. But have you still not beaten Endwalker? No, no. But you are at the point, I think, 
where I stopped, just judging from the bit of gameplay that I saw, uh, which which makes it very very interesting. Um, but yeah, no, like uh, the the Final Fantasy fourteen kind of chat when you're streaming it is incredibly supportive, but it can turn very very quickly if yeah. you don't cry at the right yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, people can get very angry with yeah. you. Yeah, there we we've I I I think we've been very fortunate in that we've uh, we we kind of a we kind of now have what I would describe as like a core audience that mm. kind of know how we do things and they're here because of how we do things. But you're still going to get a wider audience when you're doing the MSQ because there are just a lot of people who just want to relive that story. Course, and yeah. I think that's where that comes from because it's it's people who aren't there for you or or a lot of times aren't even familiar with you and so they just show up and they're just like no i, I want to feel validated in in how i felt about this moment why aren't you having the same reaction and that's that's my my that's probably my least favorite thing about, and about a very similar yet, but... experience when you're streaming wow story as well of course like if you don't get angry with how shit it is at the right point <laughs> people get angry with you as well yeah. it's like it's 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 it's, it's the yeah, same but different exactly people <laughs> exactly want validation yeah like exactly that's, no that's I, what it comes you know down what? to i'm not even saying it's wrong i'm just saying it can be quite challenging from a, a streaming point of view sometimes oh, no, yeah it. yeah we actually would have kept like working together forever but you were like no shadowlands is fine and i was like i cannot abide someone who disagrees with me so i refuse to come on a show with you you just yeah, finally yeah. wore me down well, look, I, I i just wanted to trust the story uh with shadowlands and it failed me but there's do you know what i i will happily say that shadowlands was trash and that it didn't work and 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 uh the patch that came after you stopped playing 9.1 if wow does die in the next couple of years or the next couple of expansions or you know in the immediate future then it will be 9.1 that killed it even if it takes another couple of years for the game to die it will be patch 9.1 that killed that game it was the you know and i played throughout wad right i remember in wad we got a, the we got a selfie camera out, for a patch oh my god i remember in wad i was like if it wasn't i remember literally saying out loud to myself one day and we didn't make content back in those days i was you know just a player it's just just some scrub right just some peasant and i was like if it wasn't for transmog this game would be dead right now like if people didn't log on because they were collecting transmog and this relatively new system this game would be dead and yet 9.1 was lower than that 9.1 was the lowest ebb it was it was the it was the patch that not only bored people enough to stop them playing but it was the patch that made them not want to come back like a lot of players that didn't come back for dragonflight it's because of that patch you know it's it was it was so low and there's like some good stuff about it of course um, well, um, allow me to compliment you both for a moment because i i think that what makes you both part of what makes you both so unique uh it's why i started watching you in the first place um first off the way you do okay i'm just gonna shout you the compliment for a moment i think you two make probably the best mmo content on youtube you heard it here first the, folks the, the way you do your rundown on the weekly reset it is to everyone watching if you've never thought about the work that goes into something like that the effort makes me sick to my stomach i cannot <laughs> fucking fathom having to write that much before i turn the camera on like <laughs> i really can't um you you make an incredible product um but when i found you um because you started in bfa right started making content uh, in BFA. No, legion Legion. Okay. Uh, uh, in, well, in I didn't find you till BFA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you like WoW is an old ass game with some seriously old content creators. 
And so starting in Legion and in going into BFA makes you newcomers, even still to this day. Oh, yeah. There's just so mm. many people that are, have made content about WoW longer than you. But I was kind of in the doldrums of BFA when I found you all. And it was just so refreshing to hear folks actually talk about the game and not just like complain about it. Um, you still gave it its licks. Uh, you know, you still, you, you absolutely know how to play the thumbnail game. I'm always like, oh, is this the time they're going to finally rage? It's like, no, no, they're just, they're playing the thumbnail game. Oh, well. oh, you want to talk about thumbnails? We can talk about some grinding gear thumbnails if you like, Garrett. We can <laughs> oh, do that. Oh, let's go. Yeah. Let's hit me. Hit me. But, but let me finish complimenting you first, and then you can come for my thumbnails. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, and also I learned it from watching you. Yeah. I learned it from watching you. Um, but yeah, no, it's, 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 it's a reason like you're the, the two main reasons were the quality of your content. I was just so impressed with how you made it. I've always wanted to do a daily show style show. And then I found you and you killed it for me. Cause I'm like, no point. They're doing it better than I would ever do it. Um, and then, uh, it was just, it was just nice to hear a different freaking opinion about World of Warcraft. Um, and I think a lot of that comes from the fact that I think you know, y'all are more modern players. You know, you don't you don't come with the baggage of vanilla and and something I think is so hard to get across in uh, this team based society we live in, where you got to fall into a goddamn bucket uh, yeah. for any opinion. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's hard to get across that there's that there's value in in different types of experiences, different you know, in different types of people. Um, and so it's just something I've always enjoyed about you too. Oh, that's very kind of you to say. Aww. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Now, all right. Now roast my thumbnails. No, they're fine. <laughs> but it, it is, it is, it is a step up and it is a, a whole new world. Those thumbnails, they're, they're great. I, I, I guess I want to ask, like, I guess, is it easy to make the thumbnails now that you live together? Because I, I feel like, I feel like it was sort of, I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, but once a month you get together and it's like thumbnail day right and you're like I'm well we change a shirt kyle's only gonna... been kyle's only been here and able to do shit for like two weeks so this is very new for us um but yes like um we behind the scenes our production is now we record our videos on monday and we take like a week and a half to edit them oh wow um and they come out on wednesday and so during our recording day on monday when the recording's done we're like okay let's just like do a bunch of poses because we also we exclusively stream on YouTube. And as you now know, because you also stream on YouTube in addition to Twitch, you can schedule your stream. Yeah. Which means you can put a thumbnail up. So exactly. in addition to the And that's actually the, my least favorite part about, uh, you know, scheduling a, 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 this show on YouTube is like, oh, thumbnail. Oh, no. Um, yeah, but... Yeah, I, I love and hate it. I hate the effort, but I love the packaging of it. Like uh, packaging, like th it makes me think about what stream we're gonna do next, and I like that part of it. It makes That's us set a goal. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so I think it makes I think it makes our content better because it forces us to actually decide what the hell we're gonna do, rather than just like go live. We're just we're just playing today. We're just doing the thing. Um, but yeah, no, we just take a bunch of photos because now instead of just one video a week thumbnail we need to make, we need to make like four to five thumbnails a week. Yeah. Because of the streams. So yeah, we just, now we just take a bunch of photos. We just did a whole series of back-to-back -back pictures because we're like, oh my God, we can do this now. <laughs> so we did the cheesy. I had noticed. Yeah. Yeah. That's shoulder like to shoulder question. shit. Um, but I, I do notice yeah. that obviously like I, I don't spend much of the time thinking about the whole YouTube game as it were, but you do notice it sometimes. And, and that is something I've noticed with a lot of creators at the moment. Uh, I think Preach has been doing it as well. And, and some other creators, I'm like, mm. they, they've got a folder of thumbnail mm -hmm. faces. Mm -hmm. Ah, we, we don't, 
don't do that and, and i just i just take like you know often our faces are on the thumbnails but it's always like a still from the video that i've taken while i was editing the video or whatever i'm like you know what maybe maybe a folder of thumbnail faces could be quite good but then i have you to stop. think about what would go into getting a collection of thumbnail faces and calling you up to the office one day and being like <laughs> right now imagine chris metzner's just said some shit <laughs> and you're like, yeah, exactly hey i think it's it, i think it's smart it's, oh it's, no it's totally strategy. yeah yeah well you know um all right i'm oh. going i'm going to my folder labeled headshots i want to see how big it is oh we please have... please oh it's not even a gig yet it's, sure it's that's fine. just highlights of like amazing Fortnite and cod plays right uh, <laughs> <laughs> we have no 753 <laughs> megabytes of garrett and kyle faces uh yeah well i i i i i haven't i don't think i've seen a a, a repeat yet on your thumbnails so that's pretty cool i'm, I'm impressed by that every um, once in a while on a stream thumbnail we'll just be like yeah i just need a shock face and we have a million of those now but yeah, um, yeah we try to take new pictures Amazing. every week um we are going to start uh, drawing this show uh, to an end uh, in a moment um i'm not sure if we've got any super chats this episode sometimes we do and we'll uh, we'll kind of address them if they are a question um buddy oh with a super chat thank you very much uh your speculation on new playable classes and races allied or regular that you think we might see throughout world soul besides tuscar what are your thoughts on allied races you got a bit bored with all that in the end didn't you or is that something that you uh you still like yeah it's it, it it's it's my big hypocrisy because right because i look at i look at store stuff and i go put this in game and make me earn it but i look at allied races and i'd be like you Bastards, just give me the fucking races. <laughs> don't um, make me do a like, quest. <laughs> yeah, like don't don't make me do a quest to go do quests. Like yeah. is the, is the well, thing, I mean, uh, just, are you here's um, a question. Are you planning on coming back for World Soul Saga? Mm -mm. I I legit think I'm gonna wait and see if I give a crap about the narrative because I'm 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 enjoying classic so much. I think I'm good. Mm -hmm. I think I think yeah. I think uh yeah, classic good. has surprised me because I we didn't get into it. I don't really have vanilla nostalgia. I did play, but I was late. I played in the last year before BC. My my old wild nostalgia is Wrath of the Lich King. That is my sure. highest mm -hmm. like rose tinted glasses. Put that shit into my veins as a controlled substance level of nostalgia. Um, you know, I, I care less about about vanilla from a sanctity of the game standpoint. Um, but I like I like that it's more focused. I like that the world feels bigger. Um, I like that it's not just all about the big players. It feels more about me, my and my weird little individual adventures that I go out on. Yeah. Um, rather than like just like, oh yeah, I got the look at Thrall while I did the cool thing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's it's not as big of a deal for me. So, oh, oh, one yeah, thing I will I, say is that the in-game cutscene uh, game in WoW has had a massive step up this expansion. Like, it, obviously, it's it's never going to be at, oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They look fourteen better. levels, but uh, you do see your character do a lot more cool stuff, which I I appreciate and I'm I'm, I'm down with that. But I'm um, with you. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I because we play so much fourteen. It, uh, I saw a lot of like smack talk in our chat, but I'm like, yep. Do you remember where it came from? This is so much better. Like yeah. it, was, it was a massive improvement. Um, so I, I guess what I'm asking is, you're not excited by the Earthen Alan Ray, uh, Allied race. That's not going to drag you back to to. You're not like. Oh, well, I wasn't I've even never a been a dwarf guy. Ever never been a dwarf guy. No, no. no I, I I've never seen levels of unexcitement. Like uh, you know, it, usually people get pretty excited about any new allied race, and the 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 earthen dwarves are just like everyone's like, I don't even what is that? Why am I supposed I, I to be moved? 
They're um, running out, I think, of races that have fandoms at this point. No, like, Tuscar is kind no. of it. We still got Tuscar. We've and got look, Naga. I've, all, I've got, always, I, I know uh, the question specified, not Tuscar. I don't right? think we're but ever going to get Naga. I have always said if we didn't get playable Tuscar this expansion, this is why I was so nervous about it. It's because like, if we don't get playable Tuscar this expansion, we will never get playable Tuscar. But that's before I heard we were going to Northrend in the last Titan. So my hopes are still high. Well, you're right. You know? Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But, uh, All right, let me, let me I mean, rephrase that. I think we're running out of races they will realistically do that people yes, are fans yeah, of. Because, no, like, you, I've wanted yes. Ethereals forever. Oh, yeah, like, oh, sure, I've sure. I've always been on Team Ethereal. Um, always. But, like, like, how do you manage armor and still make it look like an Ethereal? Because yeah. the whole but, point is that they're semi-translucent with wraps, and, and I, it'd be very difficult to reconcile that. In many ways, the, the Earthen allied race being a thing, it, it should encourage you, because it's like... Now, if they if they if they make earthen allied race, there is no barometer for quality on this. Okay, like if you've got an allied race that that you want, no matter how boring and shit and useless it might be, it could happen. This is what the dwarf and allied race, the, the earthen allied race proves. It's like if you come up with an idea and you're like, I'd quite like to play this. Oh, but that's so boring and dumb. They'd never do that. No. No, we've yeah. proved there is no such thing as too boring and dumb for an allied race. Like, Earthen has proved that. Earthen yeah. has put the bar through the floor to the extent that now anything can be an allied race, literally anything. So go wild, man, whatever you like. I remember, like, like when I was really into WoW, like, my, my dwarf friends, man, they were passionate. I'm assuming someone's really stoked Even about the Earthen. Even dwarf fans don't care about Earthen because it's like, it's like, it's, it's, it's like Dark Iron, but less goods. Yeah. And we've I guess it's a, they're a little. So, I guess they are a little you know, homogenous. I, I haven't met anyone that's really excited about the Earthen thing, mm. honestly. Um, but I, I think, I think that if I was in charge of WoW, uh, which they still haven't let me be, um, except passively because of our amazing influence, obviously. But if I was in charge of WoW, I would drop the Ogre Allied race, hundred percent. Yeah, that's oh, what I would. Be cool. well, it'd be a playable race rather than Allied race, but yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd like. I want different body types. I think more than I yeah. want a new race at this Ooh, point. Like, yeah, good shout. I th I th I think like, all the way. I always thought this even back in vanilla because they had that weird, like gangly, skinny human model that sometimes yes. you saw like in Defias encampments. And at the time, I remember thinking, "Why can't I be that?" And the, you know, they had the really busted high elf models. Yeah. So, yeah, like. Yeah, yeah and, and at you've this got those lovely I'm, skinny Kulturan dudes, um, which would be nice to have in there as yeah. well. Yeah, they're kind of like the new undead. version of that that yeah. skinny human that existed in vanilla. Yeah, I, I like I I always want to be like a male human spellcaster, but I'm like, why do I look like I'm CrossFit? You know, Batfleck. What is happening? Like, I yeah. shouldn't be this jacked. And we've talked about this before on Wild Killer, I know, but I it's one of the reasons I often play female characters in games less so these days because in modern games you get a lot more options and things like that but you know yeah. in games from the 2000s and the 90s and stuff often choose in rpgs female characters because you know they were thinner and actually i related to their body shape more as like a skinny guy uh than yeah. i did kind of like the, the typical male model that you get in those games of like absolutely stacked dudes right mm. yeah so, even yeah. night elves like they look like linebackers if you're a yeah. male night elf yeah. um yeah it's a big reason i went horde when when because i'm a big elf nerd and when blood elves came out i also liked warcraft 3 so blood elves were cool but but i was just like <laughs> i want to be the the skinny elf because yeah, yeah. i'm a i'm a, a string bean dude so 
Like, yeah, yeah same thing. Like, uh, I, I feel that big time. So, yeah, yeah that's, I think that's that would why be... the, the, the BIS pick for like a caster is Forsaken male. If you're, if you're going to go male, 100%, because they've got those lovely skinny little wrists and they do the funny skinny arm thing when they cast. They're also, they, they like, they do the, the rock on symbol oh, when they yeah, cast yeah, like too, Shadow man. Bolt. And that shit rules. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there's always that. I know I, I love that. But I think the smart money for an allied race to, to answer the question, sorry, that we were asked, um, the smart money is probably on like some kind of Nerubian. Uh, they have obviously we know the Nerubians are a big like uh kind of part of the story and it's where the first raid is and stuff like that and we have well, they started... are that, that humanoid looking Nerubian race too so exactly that would totally and, work. and they in some of the concept art that they've released of the war within if you go through the press section on, on Blizzard's website uh there is a suspiciously in many people's eyes humanoid looking Nerubian mm. um and the second you see any kind of like overtly humanoid version of anything you're like oh allied race right people don't do that so much these days but we got trained into it in bfa and mm -hmm. shadowlands be like oh there's your allied race right there you're uh, i you're selling me maybe i forgot I, I legit <laughs> probably because you we started this by you being like so when you fell off in shadowlands and that reminded me of how angry i was um, <laughs> i forgot that we're doing a bunch of Nerubian shit right out the gate, and I love Nerubian shit. So maybe Ooh. I won't wait. Maybe I will just jump in. Wait, maybe if I if I, like if I told you, I see, I, I tempted him by mistake, and if I if I'd done it in the style of Chris Metzen, maybe that would have pushed him over the edge, and we get a commitment from him. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I'll Are shave you your ready head, for and then we'll Nerubians? talk. They're like the old Nerubians, but better. <laughs> i love i love chris metzen uh, uh, again I, I i love chris metzen too but i really think it was just i wasn't looking at mikey bar anymore did more of the heavy oh lifting then yeah yeah uh, yeah yeah totally i've i actually didn't listen to a word mikey bar says because it it's like cardboard it means nothing it's just cool post speak. Also, but holly's yeah. freaking jacket was oh. so hype it was Her. so hype so good yeah I, I, I wish I, I could pull something I like that Genuinely, um, I, I'm a big fan of Metzen being back. I think it's good for the game, but I also think it's good for the community, and that's fine oh, in itself. Like, I, that's a good enough reason to have him back, honestly. I think it's good for the game as well, but I think the main thing is it's great for the community that he's mm. back. I think... He was our DM. Hmm? Like... He was our DM. Like you yeah. need your DM. Oh, exactly, and, man. Mm -hmm. And and like I, I I love it. And I love that they've pushed this high concept thing of of the World Soul Saga through. And I don't think anyone else would have been able to do that. Like I don't think any other game director would have been able to swing that. I don't think they would have let them do it. But with Chris, it was like, yeah, we'll let you do this. It'll be fun. We trust you. And but and people talk a lot about the medicine effect and, and the effect it's having on WoW. And, and like gameplay-wise, yeah, like I say, WoW's in a great place at the moment. And, and optimism around WoW is very, very high, which is fantastic. But if there is a secret weapon that WoW has right now, it is absolutely, in my opinion, Holly. Holly is like an absolute star like and, and legend. And um, she is one of us and she cares about the game. Uh, and But she's imaginative and like fresh and yeah just the right side of not being corpo you know and yeah. and, and being and yeah i, I, I yeah. believe she has her when she speaks yes like i believe too. the like words just come out of her mouth i'm like yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah she's very active on social media kind yeah. of uh dropping into people's comments and stuff and 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 uh, you know it, she's just great she's she's really good to she makes me proud of the game you know which is mm. important mm. for yeah. some like 
thing that you play every day it's it's it's, it's cool but um and and lastly we have uh nice to see garrett on tnt what is your favorite wow armor or weapon design garrett? Ooh. Ooh. oh mine yeah uh oh i mean judgment set is like goaded oh, like dude yeah is the probably the best that or um was it warlock tier five was that the one with the spikes and the skulls on the shoulder i always get Oh, is that the one from? Uh, is that the one from Siege? No, that was uh, middle yeah. tier Burning Crusade. Oh, was, um, that yeah. that one is also like one of the most. I have they done a reskin? I don't think they've done an, an updated version of that, have they? No, I don't think so. It was the warlock, and the the robe had chains on the lower half, and then the top half was the spike shoulders with the skulls jammed onto the spikes. Oh yeah. Nice. That is that. That's probably my favorite tier set. I have a old um, toy. That's wearing that armor set somewhere in here. And uh yeah, that that tier set is just one of the best damn things they ever did. That is awesome. Uh, what about you, Evie? What's your fave? You're a hunter, ooh, so you don't have much yeah. to choose from. Uh yeah, no, seriously. So none of the tier sets ever. Um, but uh I have to say, like the BFA Warfronts uh like mail set that dropped with like the purple and the feathers sprouting out of like ankles and the shoulders and uh, it's probably my favorite set. That is really cool, actually. Yeah, Fair I would play. be wearing that if uh, yeah. I wasn't wearing my uh, Night Elf heritage armor. And I legitimately love the human uh, heritage armor. I think it's great. It's it's so cool as a cloth wearer to have a plate set that you can transmog. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just got loads of different options. It's got like three different color variants that you can uh, mog between and stuff. And and it's great. And I, I love the uh, uh, the disc priest. Um, uh, mage tower weapon as well mm. in hot pink that i had to go and do battlegrounds to unlock uh which is my fave actually hold on i take Frosty it back K i love i love weapon. the uh the hunter set from ulduar like the oh yeah i mean ulduar is easy game like yeah totally. all the ulduar stuff is great i think yeah, the the paladin good. set's kind of mid i prefer the icc paladin set because um, i rated paladin all through wrath so i've I like I have all those sets and i i find myself like never wearing the ulduar one because my shoulders look like a camping grill <laughs> i love the warlock set from uh blackrock foundry as well that's uh one of my big faves the kind of gul'dan set sort oh, of yeah. thing with like the oh, warlock has a lot it's of good like, tears. shoulders and they they set on fire with green flame and stuff and that's really cool that whole set is an absolute banger particularly on un, uh undead males so mm-hmm. yeah really really cool awesome mm. um we are going to bring this to a close now i'm going to give you the option evertel since i did hint at it in the title and you were wondering what the secret meant Evertel had a humiliating experience a couple of nights ago. Um, did I? Yeah, you did. What happened? Oh! And oh. I'm, I'm going to leave it up oh. to you if you want to share it with the chat. But um, I, I feel like Garrett has been so good coming on our show. So yeah. And, and we, he deserves a reward because we're not going to pay him. So this would be like his payment, would be sharing this... this, this humil- and no, honestly, say- this is like when Evie told me what had happened... I died for two reasons, which will become which will become clear. One, just out of pure embarrassment, and one out of horror about what the fallout of this is going to be. Exactly. The uh, we may never recover. So uh, a few nights ago, uh, I was just downstairs, and uh, Tally was working away editing a video, and um, the kids had just gone to bed. Uh, I decided to put on a movie, uh, and uh, I put on. Oh my god, what's it called? I literally just forgot the name of the movie. I'll look it up. You t- but you carry on telling the story. Um, describe describe said movie. Uh, it's it's on movie. It's uh it's uh it's with Ben Wishaw and 
Franz Rogowski. Mm-hmm. Oh, there we go. There we go. Um, passages, passages. <laughs> How could you forget that name? <laughs> I'd seen it. I'd seen it kind of you know, recommended a bit. It popped up, you know, a few times on like my feed, and I was like, all right, great. And yeah, I'm going to put this on. Basic uh, plot is that uh, Franz uh, and his husband Ben. Uh, encounter some issues when Franz uh, hooks up with some girl at a club and uh, their their lives change forever. <laughs> They're all like extremely young, hot, annoying people living in Paris, living like an extremely <laughs> sexy life. And so I was just like, I was like, this is, I'm just going to watch this. I had this on. I was doing some work uh, while I was watching it. Uh, and Can I give some context to the story? Please, sorry, please really give quick. some context. Yeah. We live next door, as in we share a wall with... Uh, a family who have two teenage girls 16 16 year old girls they're twins 16 year old twins um and it's kind of horrible because you kind of i i still see there's a part of you that still thinks that you could be friends with people that age but you can't because because (laughs) you are the lamest person in the entire world and like there's nothing you can do which isn't the lamest shit they've ever seen in their lives like anything like walking down the street if they see you walking down the street and you smile at them because they're your next door neighbor you know that they're thinking, and you can see it on their faces. They're like, "This is the lamest." That is so cringe. I, I can't believe that guy just said hello to me. I to them and all like, the time, yeah. and they're really nice, and they're really polite, and they smile back. But I can tell that they are like cringing we, inside. We are just time. old people to them, and like, it, it wouldn't matter if we were like, "Hey, you know, we make a, a we we YouTubers, right?" They'd be like, "That is the cringest thing I've ever heard." It'd be like we could turn up in like a sports car. They'd be like, "That is so cringe. I hate that. I hate that." Like, they just hate us because we're old, right? There's nothing we could do to make them think we were. Cool no. and or not hate us they're cool they're totally legit and they're fine they're great yeah they're just kids they just don't care about us why would they right no, but exactly. that is important context to the story it is important context so uh so i put this movie on and i'm kind of like half watching it and the, um and there's it, it, it kind of heats up and there's quite like a graphic sex scene uh between ben wishaw and franz Rogowski. and um it, it, you know, it was playing, it was on, and I heard, I suddenly heard, like, screaming outside, uh, and where we live is, like, pretty quiet, so, we, you know, we've had, like, teenagers, you know, running around in the park across the road or whatever, but I heard, I heard, like, a horrific noise, like, screaming, like, choking, like, just, so I, I didn't know what was going on, and I was this close to, like, getting up and looking out the window, uh, because there's a part of our window where you can kind of see outside. And as I was getting up, like approaching the open window, it suddenly occurred to me that what I was hearing was like two teenage girls who were watching like an extremely graphic gay sex scene play out on my TV through the window. They clearly just walked past. They clearly ben walked Wischel, by. Like just bumming the, <laughs> the absolute heck out of this dude having, living his best life and, and had reacted to it as teenage girls are wont to do, and, um, screaming. So and you were that were, person and, on the plane, but it wasn't a plane, it was your home. Exactly, it was, literally, it was literally my home. And just the way it's set up is that, like, just if you walk by, and the only person you can see is the person who enters the house next door. Like, that's the only bit where you can look in, that we had the blinds opened. So you and can so only clearly, bomb the miners next door with yeah. graphic sexual content. Yeah. But but the best part of this whole thing, and I was sitting down there and I was like, oh, so I came downstairs. No, no, no. And, and I'm like, okay. yeah, and I'm like, oh, wow, like I'm going to have to move now. Like we have to, we have to move house. We have we to have burn to this house down as we leave. Uh... Um, because like 
the teenage girls hate us. <laughs> do they hate you or do they finally think you're cool? They're no, like, damn, that's not they watch them. Think we're cool. They're like, they this is, and this is the shit. thing, right? This is the thing. Like, however lame they might think uh, Evertel is, they think I'm 12 times as lame, right? Like, obviously, because I'm a dude and I'm an older dude and yeah. what have you. But I came downstairs and Evertel was sitting there with her hands in, like, her head in her hands. I was, I was like, what's happened? She's like, oh, I was watching this movie. And there was this really graphic sex scene and I heard the girls outside screaming with laughter and cringe because they obviously saw it on our TV. And I was like, oh no, that's terrible. I feel so bad for you. Wait, they're going to think it was me. Like there is no way when they're telling that story that they don't tell it like the guy next door was watching this incredibly graphic gay sex scene. (laughs) that well, we saw on his TV. Really so it's the cringiest, it's the gring- that's they probably why they were cringing so hard. It's because like, I'm always going to be the guy <laughs> now who, when his wife isn't in, watches Ben Whishaw, like, just, like, yeah. graphic, graphic movies. And it's I mean, like, if dude, there's, if there's when, one I, thing watch, I, know when about... I watch gay porn, it's much more hardcore than that. Exactly. Like, it's, they're misrepresenting in, me much. This is it's terribly lame. This is all tied to the fact that these girls are 16 and yeah. they think that oh, Callie... I wouldn't be embarrassed at all. Like, if, I don't exactly, care if exactly. everyone... Like, I don't yeah. care if people think I, like, I'm watching that. I don't care. It's the fact that it's teenage girls. And it's the fact they already think we're terrible. Crippling. Yeah, to know exactly. to be the like the object of their like cringe. Is yeah, like, and oh that's the thing. I'm going to be yeah. that guy probably for the rest of their lives. <laughs> when they're six, yep. like I am in their lexicon now. Of <laughs> I am, I am one of their references that they'll always be. I'm one of their in jokes that they'll always. Yeah. It'd be like. Well, you don't want people to watch. You want people to see you watching like uh, graphic sex scenes on your TV, don't do you? And they'll be like, yeah, like the guy, like the guy next door. Do you remember twenty years ago? And I'm, I cannot, I cannot wait. I cannot wait to like. That's we haven't my seen legacy. Them yet. I cannot my... wait. We need to be. The I'm never gonna be able to look them in the eye again. <laughs> I'm never gonna be able to look at them ever again in my entire life. It's just never gonna happen. Every time I see them from now on, my head is going down. I'm not making eye contact, which of course will reinforce it. Definitely was me. <laughs> And I think it's gonna be, you're going to reinforce the fact that you're like leading yeah. a double life. Yeah, you're hiding the media that you watch from your you spouse. When they see you, they'll probably feel sorry for you. Exactly. They're probably like this, that gonna... poor woman. That poor woman. You can, you can fix. I wonder if she even knows. Because they're teens, they will have created like a oh exactly yeah of what the like the situation is like. Yeah. And here's the thing. Now we have to move. We have to burn down our house. We have to like no no no. I, I, I can fix this. I know how you fix this. Yeah, well, Here's how, how you do we fix, fix this? this? I'm glad you asked, yeah. Garrett, because for right. me, this this, oh. this is how you fix. I'm trying to find okay. the other actor's name. Who, who's Franz? Tom, Thomas Free Thomas Freeberg. Okay, right. or no, no, the, the actor's name Franz, is Franz. Franz. Okay, his character's name in the movie. Okay, there we go. You, you you just have to own it as like the biggest fan of this. Like you're like you're shipping them. Like you're like you're a, a, a anime fan of Yaoi. You need to like get a custom printed T-shirt with Ben Wishaw and Franz Rogowski like in a like a, a airbrushed heart on your t-shirt and you just need to wear it multiple times so they see it and and they're like oh she she's just a big shipping fan of, yes, of fictional characters still media. you get a t-shirt with him like lying down akimbo i get a t-shirt with naked ben Wishel just standing up straight so when we hug, you go. it like recreates the scene that would be good then you see, what you're you talking about is, it as this couple is very into this type yeah. of media together yeah yeah so so yes. so that would work for normal human beings who aren't teenage girls 
These girls are 16, okay? Everything is cringe to them. No, so the that wouldn't is, work. That wouldn't work. The only and they probably thing, don't even know who Ben Wishaw for, is. For because me, if, the only way we can win this, the only thing... Well, I don't even think we can win it. No, that we're, we, we, we can't. We can't ever not be the worst people we'll on earth for these, for these girls. So I think the only proper thing that should happen, maybe chat will agree with me, hopefully you will back me up here, is Avatar has to go and admit that it was her. Evertel has to go to their house she has to knock on the door and she has to say to Steve our neighbour when he answers I'm really sorry I was watching a really graphic sex scene in a movie the other day and I'm pretty sure your girls saw me Evertel watching it and can you just apologise to the girls from me Evertel that <laughs> uh, I didn't close the curtains before I watched that very graphic sex scene I hope it didn't upset them um, and I, I hope that's okay so at the very least they know it wasn't me Maybe the thing that's is, all I'm saying. Rewind five minutes for Taliesin said, and I quote: "I don't care if they think I'm the type of person that watches something like that." No, no, but I don't exactly. care if anyone else thinks I do because, hey, man, like Why that's not? awesome. Yeah, exactly. I, in fact, like I haven't seen this movie, but I really want to because obviously, obviously, when when right. when Evertel told me the story, the first thing I did was I went on Google and I googled like stills <laughs> from it that I just put into Google Ben Wishel <laughs> like me all like gay sex scene, <laughs> and I got loads of stills from it, and it looks brilliant. It looks like an awesome movie. Looks, I can't wait. It, I'm gonna watch it, but I'm gonna wait good. till you're out, and I will close the curtains. <laughs> I've learned my you, lesson. You come over um, with that scene on the phone. You're like, so the other day, your daughter saw me watching this, and you just yeah, like yeah, thrust totally it upon the parent. The thing, it's like they clearly. I, they, I don't know if they've kept this to themselves. I don't know if they've been like, "Mum, Dad, you will never believe what we just saw." Like our neighbor Tally watching on his own while his wife was out. Like, so. And we haven't, I haven't, I haven't seen them. So I'm just waiting to like see any of our neighbors. Do you, do you think that's a reason you haven't seen them? Do you think it's because they're hiding from us the whole time? Yeah, they, exactly. And like these girls probably made a TikTok about it. Like there's probably. <laughs> but to, to be clear, just in case people are like aren't familiar with us and oh. like who we are and our beliefs and stuff. Like there is nothing to be embarrassed about to be seen watching this no, movie. No, no, like, and great. we're not suggesting there is. The only embarrassing thing about this situation is that it's two teenage girls who think we are cringe and terrible anyway. I think we're extremely like, yeah, lame. that 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 is the embarrassing thing about this story. Exactly. Like I, I, you know, I'm very in touch with with my bisexual side. It's all good. And I bet, <laughs> and I bet they're like super, like they're Gen Z. Are they? They're younger than Gen Z. They, they're like they they're be. super. Going to be super super open-minded about everything like most Gen Zers are and they don't they don't care they think this is going to be the bomb but the the it is the the misunderstanding that is extremely hilarious and I, I think um, there is just a certain amount of skin on display that is shocking kind of no matter who you are in certain situations and yes. walking past a random window is one of those yeah. places yeah. where you might go, I, that's a lot of skin what's happening yeah, oh I, wow I, I wasn't absolutely. expecting that I think if I walk past a window and we've got a big TV Garrett it's pretty big, right? Like we're talking, mm -hmm. you know, Ben Wishaw. He's not the hugest guy in the world, although I mean, you know, stature-wise, so big that it makes Ben Wishaw look like a normal sure sized person. But um, like you know, on our TV, naked Ben Wishaw is pretty much life size. So you know, you could even mistake it for the real thing going on. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying you should be ashamed. Yeah, I'm yeah, just saying I that. Think I, yeah, if I was walking down the street, certain nudity that, that can scene, just be shocking when you're not expecting it. Totally. If I saw that through someone's window, I'd probably have a little chuckle about it. I'd probably come home and say, "Hey, Steve was watching uh, some hey, pretty hardcore exactly, like exactly. movie." Be like, <laughs> yeah, totally. 
Anyway, uh, that was yeah. Really sorry about that, get everyone. That off my chest, um, but it is absolutely like I have. If you have never been the subject of like a teenager's laughter at how cringe you are, you uh, you it's have something I'm getting pain. more and more used to as I get older as well. Honestly, <laughs> like it's anyway. sad, but it's it's sad, but it's true. Speaking like, of children, I'm yeah. gonna have to go get ours. Uh, soon, the so. soul receiver uh, with with a uh, super chat. Uh, Kyle would have an answer to this for sure. Yeah, maybe well, maybe, like you know, I'm actually I'm, am I coming on your show at some point? Uh, yeah, Monday. Garrett? Maybe you can have an answer prepared for me for our situation. Okay, I'll explain um, the entire thing. That's what we'll open the podcast with, and I yeah. will not explain it to our audience. Uh, Kyle will just start <laughs> giving like you advice any on any podcast how to fix that this. we do together. To be honest, Gary. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, I will not explain. Yeah, but yeah, you're you're coming on uh, Monday, an hour later than usual for us. I'm doing. Doesn't doesn't matter. This is terrible for your audience. Doesn't matter. No, it's great. We'll yeah, sort it out. Come and come and. Tally Essen will be on the Grinding Gear podcast this coming Monday. Amazing. I can't wait. It's going to be so much fun. Uh, it will be lovely to to meet Kyle, actually, and, and yeah. chat with him as well. And, uh, I don't think you two have ever talked. No, never, ever. Oh. I, I can't say we have. Uh, so that'll be that'll be great fun. And we can talk some uh, Final Fantasy fourteen stuff. It'll be really good, especially as I'm at the same point of the game as you guys right now. So actually, it kind of syncs up pretty well, right? Yeah, I was thinking I was going to have to come in here and warn you that like, okay, so I haven't beaten Endwalker yet, so please don't spoil it. But never mind, you haven't either. So. No, exactly. I think I think you're like literally a couple of quests ahead of me, but I think I'm in the same section as you because uh, that's where I left off. Um, and just, I, you know, really exciting. Was really looking forward to getting back onto it and just never quite got okay, back so into it. So. I have I have a pitch. Um, beat it because then we can have you back on and we can just talk about the end of Endwalker. Yeah, that, that would be splendid. That'd be really good. Yes. Um, awesome. But thank you so much for coming on this show. Uh, we've been holding off having guests on this show till we could get you because it didn't feel right to have any other guests on this show until we'd had you because, mm. you know, it's because just, I it's threatened just... you. So yeah, it's so it's much violence. It's natural, right? Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's been an absolute joy having you on here. Thank you uh, so much. Where can people find? I've never done this on a podcast before. Hang on. Where can people find you, Garrett? Well, uh, just search for Grinding Gear on YouTube, and you'll you'll find us. Look for the two uh, dudes making stupid faces, and you'll you'll find us. That's you'll what I was us. watching we'll a few it... days ago on the TV. <laughs> oh, oh, wow! You know, we've been told that it's a bromance fiction exists. Yeah. Oh, right. I thought we, we were. Still, never mind. I thought we were still talking about that. Yeah. No, it's a different. Yeah, yeah. It's a bromance, not romance. You know, it's a little different. It's a little different to someone out there. Just, disappointment yeah. i'm sure but um yeah uh, but it, we're it's, grinding it's, gear uh we, we stream on youtube we put out what we stream multiple days a week on youtube we have one video every wednesday and we podcast every monday it's 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 all it's all thing we're we're almost done with and walker and final fantasy 14 um but we also stream other things like uh, lethal company and we're trying to find time to do a full duo playthrough of Baldur's gate 3 Ooh, that'd be amazing. Have you played Baldur's Gate 3 solo? We we did it. We did, um, uh, I think, like three or four streams at launch. And then the audience immediately died off because they were all like, I don't want to see spoilers. And we're like, how could, there's so many different ways this could go. Yeah. How could yeah. you, we didn't feel like fighting about it. So we're like, okay, we'll just, we'll wait until people have had time. So. I think uh, doing it as a dual stream is absolutely the way to go. Like, uh, that's how we played the entire oh. game. And we did it from yeah. launch and and we we play so slowly when we play together. There were no spoilers. Everyone was always ahead of us the entire time. 
and oh, yeah, um, yeah. yeah it was it was really good and but we did that was our job for two months was you know three or four times a week we would stream that for eight hours and uh we it was like the best gameplay experience it's so i don't think i've ever yeah. had doing 100%. it with you on stream so that makes you commit doing to your decisions a bit more when you're on stream as well yeah. um and i think that's that's really cool and it was just like a, a an incredible adventure and oh yeah so uh, yeah I, I would absolutely recommend doing that you can have a ball it's gonna be really cool yeah um Sick. awesome well uh, don't forget everyone thank you for joining us live for this recording um on youtube or uh twitch um you can watch the the vod on youtube in our podcast section uh, and you can also listen to this podcast on your podcasting platforms like spotify and amazon music and apple podcasts and stuff like that so well not actually there's just those um and you know do it every week it'll be really good and we'll be back next week uh maybe with a guest maybe not how do you f- that's the thing it's one thing having garrett on so we can have other guests but what guests can possibly follow garrett i have no idea i can't think of I, one I so i would recommend yeah i have recommendations because the, the amount of guests we've had on that are also wow heads oh um, there you go you know, are many so oh. ah, no we, we, we've got a list we'll get them on it's all good uh but thank you garrett uh thank you folks from me taliesin me ever tell until next time cheerio mm-hmm.